seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition, a free-for-all edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Yes, the cesspool known as Washington, D.C. Not not exactly Rain's Corner, but the uh, the political cesspool has gotten out of control and uh, is rather disgusting to all of us right now. So I, we've decided that we're going to have a little bit of a freewheeling show tonight where we don't really talk about politics a whole lot, right here on Indie Media Weekly, Radio for Humans. And, of course, uh, one of my fellow humans on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, in the non-stinky portion of Washington, D.C. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thank you for the welcome. Yeah, it's it's a little less stinky up here. Yeah. It's a little less stinky, except I moved closer to Montgomery County, but... Mm, well, hopefully you're upwind uh, right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Cormel Show. Welcome, sir. Joe. Joe. Hi, Joe. <laughs> Joe. Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> hello. You know what? My mute button muted itself. It's, it's a deep state. Yeah, it doesn't want me to talk tonight. It's sticky. Deep state. But so. we had we had a gubernatorial uh, debate here. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know who moderated? <laughs> Who's that? You know already. Don't you? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know I don't know. Alex Trebek. <laughs> Did they have to give their answers in the form of a question during the debate? Well, that was the, that was the curious part. We'll talk about it later. But the curious part was he got panned because, well, I'll tell you about it later. It's a long story. But uh, somebody said, bad moderators for a thousand. <laughs> wow. Who is Alex Trebek? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, that's something to talk about. Oh, yeah, Sorry for laugh, but yeah, I read no. that story. I was like... Isn't it funny? Yeah. Oh my God. No, if it's funny, you gotta laugh so, for sure. The story is weird. It's, it's weird. Well, he got really weird, Joe. Alex, <laughs> we'll talk about it later, Ken. But, All right. Uh, well, yeah. I, I have I have an interesting story I would like to relate to everybody. Something that happened to me on Sunday when Susan and I went to Ace Hardware. <laughs> okay, so Susan and I, I were looking. We're looking for, for pegboard for the garage. And, uh, you know, so we went to Ace Hardware and we were looking for, you know, the hooks and stuff that they go there. Because I'd never been to this new Ace Hardware. They just opened it up uh, within the last year or two in this uh, plaza near us. Kind of where, you know, with that Irish bar we went to, um, Rain, PJ, uh, PJ McIntyre's. 
Yes, that's a cute little area. Yeah, the basically the plaza diagonal from where we were, that's where where yes. it opened up. And it's and it took over a lot of different stores, so it's actually pretty big, you know. I think it took over like four or five stores that were there. Um and they have a garden center there too. And of course, we're always looking for, you know, useful things, uh, you know, especially now, you know, cuz now that we're, you know, yay, first full week of having a garage with all the outlets and everything working. Um, first, um, first full week of the garage. And of course we're now we're looking to start doing more landscaping and stuff. Um, <clears throat> so we go to the garden center and it's one of those things where they have like a wrought iron fence, uh, that, uh, you know, separates the garden center from the, from the sidewalk, you know, so it's basically open air and then they seal it up in the winter or whatever. Um, so I'm out there and, you know, I'm looking around and Susan's like, Susan says, uh, oh, look, a great horned owl. <laughs> it's like, you know, to scare away uh, whatever birds, you know, squirrels. Um, and, uh, and, and, I, and I goofily said, in poorly in German, I said, <clears throat> I said uh, something like, die grosshorn yule, you know, because it's something like that. And then I hear this guy outside the wrought iron fence on the sidewalk you know, job application, rah, 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 yeah, rah, rah. and I'm thinking he's talking on the phone. And so I look over at Susan, you know, she's over in the other aisle and she's got the shopping cart and, um, she's saying something else. And then this guy was like, Hey, I put in an application. Are, are you, do you work here or are you a customer? Oh it, no. He said that to you. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought, he's like, you were talking to me. And I said, no, I wasn't talking. He was talking to my wife. She's over in the other aisle. I was like, I'm just shopping. And he's like, oh, because I was wondering, because I put in a job application and you were talking to me. And I was like, no, dude, I was talking to my wife about a great horned owl, and I was saying things in German poorly. <laughs> and... and it, <laughs> And he set, kept trying to argue with me about every about this, you know, whether or not I worked there. I'm like, dude, I'm wearing a Doctor Who t-shirt. <laughs> I'm not wearing the red, you know, uh, Ace is the place of the helpful hardware man vest. And I was like, but congratulations on the job application and best to you in all of your endeavors. I'm going to go back and, you know, continue shopping with my wife. Oh, okay. Uh, and he just kept trying to go and was like, I'm just walking away. So... I go around the corner to look for Susan and she, she actually had moved on to another aisle. So I go around the corner and then I'm like face to face with this older gentleman who's holding a bag of mulch and he's looking at it <laughs> and he looks up at me and he says, you got this in a bigger bag. <laughs> what? I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> what were you wearing? <laughs> a Doctor Who t-shirt. <laughs> oh, okay. Was it red? It was black with a big yellow. Oh, right. my goodness. With the big yellow right. graphic on it. Um, okay. so, yeah. <laughs> David Tennant. It had David Tennant on it. Livin wants to know. It's it's a it's not really an official Doctor Who T-shirt. It's a T Fury one where it's like a, a mock-up of the old X-ray specs ad from comic books, um, the anaglyphic specs thing from Doctor Who. See timey wimey stuff or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, yeah, I'm just like, and and I was like, dude, 
I just had a conversation with that guy over there saying, I'm going to work here. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then I said to him, I guess I should go to the front desk and see if there's a check waiting for me. Uh, Seriously. Yeah. (laughs) Or some vacation time. You don't know. Got this in a bigger. Or ask for a vest and get a, you know, a discount, a checkout. Got this in a bigger bag. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to need a bigger bag. Yeah. So cheapers, creepers, semi-star. But I thought that was funny because literally the, the, you know, it was, it was an, it was an encounter that had a live punchline written for me, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That was like surreal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. And then Susan and I just were like, okay, let's leave the garden center. (laughs) And so I, I told the employees, I said, I think there might be somebody that needs help in there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, and, and the worst part of it was I went to take, we went to take the pegboard out and put it in the car. Didn't fit. So, uh, so we had to leave it there and apparently somebody's going to cut it in half for us today or tomorrow and we're going to go pick it up. So, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so anyway, father's post. Ace, yes. Uh, Ken, Ken Senior uh, puts uh, Ace with the Ace, Ace Hardware logo with holes after it. Ace holes. Ace so yeah. Uh, so anyway, anyway, Ken, how how long are you working at Ace Hardware? Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> But no, it was it was very funny. I told that story on Mike Check Radio on Saturday too, but I thought our audience would enjoy it as well. Um, so yeah, Do you know so what that, a self tapping screw is? Uh, what's that? A self tapping screw. I don't. <laughs> Good. So then you don't work at Ace Hardware. <laughs> yeah. So and you can't work at Ace. Uh, Livin asks if it's any different than Home Depot or Lowe's. Yes, it's much smaller. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, you you can't go there and buy drywall and toilets and things like that. Actually, uh, the Ace Hardware in my my town is owned by a, a high school classmate. So oh, yeah, and it's, they're it's franchises. Really, yeah, and I really love the store because um, it's convenient. It's right around the corner from me, and uh, you know some of the stuff is a little higher, but uh, mm. you know you have that local feel. Yeah, and President is right about this. He says Ace is a little smaller and better staffed. Of course, they're better staffed. They hired yes, me. Yes, they are. Without an interview, and they're way more helpful. <laughs> let me tell you. Evidently, evidently, their customers know how to say "Great Horn Dow" in German. Yes, <laughs> barely. Uh, but no, it, that is true. The the there were a couple. Uh, the the guy who rang us out wasn't that great, but the um uh the the there were two women who worked there that were like they were super helpful they knew where where everything was and you know Mm -hmm. um and were yeah super super helpful so that's another uh, thing i like about them is that they're compact yeah you you know everything isn't all over the place you don't have to walk a mile yeah it's not like a an all-day marathon and they had everything we were looking for you know in that Mm -hmm. instant Mm -hmm. so um but uh, but yeah, so uh, so that was my, my entertaining story, and uh, and also uh, I promised to tell everybody about my latest project. Now that the garage is done, um, uh, my fire pit. 
Well, I got to tell you, I'm, I think I'm in better shape than I thought I was because I was like, I'm going to be sore so bad uh, the next day because we, we, we dug a fire pit uh, three feet in diameter, and my goal was to dig it a foot and a half deep. And I told Rain and Joe before the show, I said, yeah, I got, uh, I was like, it's going to be a foot and a half deep. And after a while I was like, it's going to be 16 inches deep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so a couple inches. Uh, yeah. Cause I hit the clay and I was like, oh, this is, a, this is enough. And, um, my buddy Mort came over for a little bit, but Susan was the, the biggest help. She really, she really helped out a lot with it. Um, but, uh, you know, ran into a couple massive tree roots, had to borrow pickaxe, but once all that was done, basically I have a whole bunch of, uh, sandstone and bricks and, um, I, I got some concrete pavers, not, they're not concrete paver. They're almost like a paver, but it's basically, they're the same stuff as cinder block, but they're flat. They're not like the big, you know, construction cinder blocks. So I guess yes. for, for lack of a better term, they're cinder block pavers. So basically, I found um, enough of those to fill. Well, I put two bags of sand in the bottom, so it was easier to level off. And uh, and I put these pavers in and filled in the little gaps. So basically, those are in there. So when I shovel it out after using it so much, I'm not gonna, you know, because if I put bricks in it, then it would be a pain in the ass, and I'd have to like, you know. <clears throat> uh, it end up scooping up a brick accidentally and just mess it up. So I wanted the biggest, flattest thing I could put in the bottom of it as possible. So I use those. And then I have a whole bunch of bricks um, that uh, uh, that I've accumulated over the years. And I, I did, like, I think four high all the way around on the inside, basically just staggered them. I didn't bother using any of that what do you call it, you know, construction adhesive or whatever, you know, I didn't use any of that, you know, masonry glue. Um, I, I didn't bother. There's enough weight on it. It's not going anywhere. Cause, I'll, but, but before I, before I finished, before I started putting the brick wall layer on the inside of the hole, I did something cause I was looking on, on YouTube for different kinds of fire pit ideas. And I didn't like any of the ideas except for one thing that a couple guys did. And it was something called a Dakota fire pit. And I'm assuming that Dakota, you know, the Dakota tribe um, of Native Americans probably came up with this idea for a fire pit. And it's absolutely brilliant. Basically, what you do is you dig a little trench that uh, <clears throat> that goes at uh, an, an, uh, an angle down into the fire pit. And, you know, before, you know, before there was like metal tubing and stuff like that, I'm sure they just dug, you know, an adjacent hole and, you know, and, and basically it's like a flue. It's like a flue for a fire pit. So, but what I did is I took a piece of the old gutter from the old garage and some tin snips and I cut the thing into shape. And then the curved part, you know, the little curved part of the downspout that spits out into the yard or gutter or, you know, or uh, drain or whatever. Um, that little curve part basically now is like flush with the ground about a foot away from the fire pit. And then the rest of the gutter runs underground at a diagonal and I cut it in a way. So it's like <clears throat> a diagonal cut. So there's like a little, you know, overhang on the top of the pipe that goes into the fire pit. And I was able to, you know, uh, put a brick over that and then make that incorporate that into the wall and put a little bit of gravel and, and basically just buried it, buried everything except for the hole of this, um, of this gutter. 
And what that does is you, you know, and I put a rock over it too. You put a rock over it. So, you know, spiders and shit doesn't crawl, don't crawl down in it, whatever. But, um, snakes, yeah, snakes. Sure. Um, but, uh, we really don't have snakes around here. I've never seen a snake here. Maybe a garter snake. Maybe. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so basically what this does is, you know, so you have this small pipe that goes out to the ground and when you, when you uncover it and you have a fire, it draws in cool air and creates less smoke and, uh, your fire burns hotter because it's pulling in clean air, not, not cool air, but clean air. Uh, so that, so basically that's built. So that's built into the one side of the wall. I'll have pictures for everybody, uh, of this thing before I burn anything in it. Uh, and then after, so then I, I did my bricks all the way up to the, you know, to be level with the soil. And then I have really large sandstones that used to be sidewalk stones that are all kind of weathered and broken up and stuff like that in a bunch of different shapes and i put those all around the fire pit just up to the edge of it and i tried to keep it as rounded as possible because some of them you know have rounded edges on them it's not perfect but but so so that'll be an area where people can put their feet put their drinks whatever and then i took smaller um smaller stones because i have a whole bunch of just little chunks of uh, you know these rocks too because people just smashed them to take out the old sidewalks um, and, uh, and I built that up two more layers, uh, you know, very close to the center. And then, uh, on the very top, I put, um, medium stones. So now with the, the like near foot and a half that I dug down, I guess it's a, about a foot deep once you put the pavers in it in the sand and with the, the rest of the, the rocks build up around it, the fire pit ended up being, you know, probably about two and a half feet deep. So <clears throat> it, it's looking pretty nice. I still have to get out there and rearrange the rocks a little bit to get them, uh, you know, as perfect as possible and probably add some more to it. Cause I really want to make it kind of look like a natural formation, not natural, but you know, something kind of, um, ancient, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's, you know, it's not, not every rock is the same shape. I don't like that. Look, I look, you know, I like, non-symmetrical things like that you know so organic yeah organic looking yeah exactly so it's looking pretty nice but Sounds i'm really amazing i'm really excited about that that you know uh pipe you know because the, the one guy i saw use like an aluminum hose for a dryer or something like that and i was like i'm not going mm -hmm. out and buying a 12 dollar piece of hose to bury in the ground i, I have i'm sure i have something um, and then I was like, perfect. The, you know, the, the, you know, downspout was perfect for it. Um, and you know, it, it, it's, uh, and, and it was almost like it worked out well because it ended up being like kind of the same size as, you know, like a half a brick. So it worked out really well without fit in. And, you know, I didn't really have to dig it, dig the hole that deep, uh, to put it in at that angle. So so yeah, so my Dakota fire pit is almost up and running. I'm very excited about it. Uh, any anybody feel free to steal that idea? I stole it from somebody else. So <laughs> I never heard about that before. Me neither. I was That's... looking it up as you were talking, and it just it sounds it sounds smart. Yeah, I and because in our in our place we plan on building um, an outdoor fireplace as mm -hmm. it were out of bricks, but I think I'm going to use that that idea to go with it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because, I, I think I like a lot the of- idea of like the cool air, the clean air being pulled in. That's that's really very cool. And not just that, because it's down in the ground and, you know, the rocks are built up around it, <clears throat> unless you're really close, you can't see that there's a fire there, unless, you know, you've built a fire that's, you know, lapping up at the trees, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> which I don't intend on doing. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's a, it's a really smart little, uh, trick, you know, uh, I'm, I'm excited to try it out for the first time. I'll let everybody know how it goes. Uh, but I'll probably make a video and put it on Facebook um, once I get it all cleaned up, you know, and ready to go. So I got to hose some. Once it's all done, I got to hose some dirt and mud off the rocks too, because you know they've been all piled up since I pulled them out. Because a lot of them were the old patio. Because they said, "Oh yeah, if you leave this patio here, they're just going to throw it out when they dig up for the the pad." And I was like, "All right, I'll move them." And that was one. <laughs> And that was when I wanted to go back and give the middle finger to younger Ken um, for (laughs) (laughs) the Ken from 12 years ago who was like, give me all the rocks in the world. (laughs) Yes. I ate rocks for breakfast. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, but yeah. Can I tell you about my fire pit? Uh, No. I can't? Uh, I said, oh, I thought you said, did you? Oh, it's your show. I I won't have, you know. It's our show. No, no, please, please do. Please do. Oh, yeah. So we have a fire pit. And um, so I went on Amazon and I ordered it and they delivered it two weeks later. (laughs) There you go. Joe, you, you, Joe, are a man of the earth. I know. And and (laughs) I'll tell you what. I know I know where you're coming from about hauling all those rocks because once in a while I have to take that gas tank out of it and take it to get refilled. Oh, <laughs> see, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> how big is it? How how big is the is the is the uh, store bought fire pit? The store bought fire pit. It's about uh, hmm, about forty eight inches in diameter. That's pretty I, good I did size. do a little customizing to it. I it, it came you know. It came with an artificial brick bottom, mm-hmm. you know, with, with a door <laughs> to put your gas thing in, and it has yeah. like it has like a uh, stone like top with the pit in it, and I have like glass in the pit that See glows. There, Joe. Yeah, he's, but, he's a mountain man. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's a but, mountain man in the wait, mountains of Scranton. Wait for my touch. You think your pipe is clever? <laughs> I went down to a. I went down to a local glass company and had them cut a round piece of glass to make it a table when I'm not using it. Oh, I like it. I like it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So there. (laughs) Well, you probably had to carry that, or did you have that delivered too? No, unfortunately, I had to go pick that up. Okay. Really, Joe? (laughs) Yeah, I had to bring him a template. Oh, it was a lot of work. I had to make a template out of cardboard, take it down. They had to cut it, and I had to go pick it up. Hey, Ken, guess what? Joe is struggling. He is a struggling man. So you think your fire pit is something. (laughs) Oh, man. Go on Amazon. You'll see what work I did. I I'm I am so sorry. I you know, I I, I didn't mean yeah. to b- uh minimize your no. plight. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I just thought I want you to know you're not the only man in this you know, the, you know, two two things, two things we have in common, man. Hey, right? God. We love fire and meat. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and I can't. And uh-huh. delivery. And I'm not allowed to eat it. I'm. I'm not. I'm, I guess if uh, yar what you eat, I'm chicken because that's all I fucking eat. Uh, so. Oh yeah. I, I know we have to go to break, but you know. No, we got a few minutes. Amazon. How? How cool is it that Amazon raised their um, minimum wage to fifteen dollars for every single employee, even part time? That's great. That's very cool. It's over. I mean, you know, I'm glad they get fifteen dollars an hour to deliver Joe's fire pit. <laughs> I want you to know that <laughs> I looked at the Department of Labor. They were one of the worst employers as far as working conditions. <laughs> and I'm half ashamed that I ordered my fire pit from them. <laughs> Only half because uh, I like the fire pit. What are you gonna do? Still, fifteen dollars is good. Sixty. I know. I know. 60, okay. By the way, you paid sixty. No, sixteen dollars an hour. They. Like, oh, I thought it was fifteen. Okay. 16, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Which which should be the minimum wage by now. But yes. <laughs> yes, it should be. But uh, you know, progress where you get it. Oh, absolutely. I'm I, sorry. I love, pre- president, president's asking you, Joe. Did your fire pit come with its own hole? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, but the hole was filled with lava rocks, and I didn't like them. So I, I went back, I went back to Amazon, and I ordered colored glass instead. Oh, and it's really a nice look. I mean, I mean, when the fire comes up, you know, uh, it, the glass twinkles. It's kind of nice. I'm sure it's nice. I, I can't wait to see. But you know, Kenny's. it's not like it's not like Kenny. Kenny's is a real fire pit. What okay, I have, you, you said it first. Yeah, it's it's a real fire. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, my neighbor has one. They like Kenny. They dug it out and there, a lot of work. Like you know, all I had to do was click and say check out. <laughs> you know, um, this, this is this is so funny and weird. You'll you'll like this. You'll like this rain. I, I this is this will be the first time um, I, I've had this thing for a while, but I have an old 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 cast iron cauldron. That I'll finally oh, be able to, I'll be able to like make like stew and stuff like that over the the fire with that. Will you make a tripod over it and then hang the cauldron? Um, I was thinking, I, I probably yeah, not, probably. probably not a tripod. I might just come up with some kind of like big hook thing I can put in the ground. Um, or uh, or or use some. Uh, I have some heavy duty steel rods that it, you know, depending mm-hmm. on how if if. If I do it, I'll probably do it when, you know, so the fire's like, it's mostly like over like hot coals and stuff like that in the bottom. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'll just use a, a steel rod and run it across the top and, you know, lift it up and put it down with that. So, but I'm not going to do the tripod thing. Although that does sound cool now that you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, I mean, imagine Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, you have the tripod, you know, cauldron yeah. in the middle. You know, and you know. See, I'm already thinking. Just do like a slow cold at the bottom. Put mm-hmm. the cauldron on top with the tripod. Put some ice water in the cauldron. Just for this Halloween. Just this Halloween. Mm-hmm. Ice water in the cauldron. Put a pot inside the cauldron and then dry ice. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good idea. Yeah, I like. That. I'm gonna find the tripod. I might, I might just put a cauldron out in my front yard just to do it. All right, I'm going to eat it. We we use dry <laughs> ice every year at Halloween. 
All right. Well, do you think I could just use my old aluminum, uh, aluminum and plastic camera tripod for that? So <laughs> you could try that. I think the plastic hinges would melt very quickly. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. So what would it would be an iron tripod? Is that what we you know uh, iron cast iron tripod? Cast iron tripod. I'm looking that might right get at it. Hey, fifteen ninety eight. Really? Yeah, from China. You get some tie rod and weld it together. Yeah. It's true. If you have a I don't, tie rod, right? Sure. I know there's I another word for that, isn't there? Rebar? I don't know. Um, rebar. That's what I'm thinking of, yes. Um, right. No, I don't have By the any way, kind of metalworking uh, tools. My fire pit ha came with... Uh, uh, the, the hole was optional. Yeah. yeah. But I paid the extra dollar. No, there you go. <laughs> Joe, Joe. Uh, oh my goodness, Joe. Well, there's, yeah. You know, you don't like a flat fire pit. You know. No, but yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking I, I might buy a trap. There's a better looking one for like twenty five bucks. Free shipping. What's that tripod? Yeah, Sand Sport cast iron cooking trap tripod with S hook. Ooh, and it comes Ooh, with its own S hook. Ooh, Ooh fancy. Wow. Ways. <laughs> I, gotta I gotta look at this. I might I gotta... put one over my fire pit. Stan Sport. I, I paid extra for the hole. Yeah. I might as well use it. Stan Sport is what it's Stan Sport cast iron cooking truck. Here, I'll put the link in the chat room uh, so everybody can oh. look at it. Look at this. This is a fun show already. Holy shit, I love it. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I don't think it comes with the pot though. I already have the pot, but I don't have a lid for mine. I could probably go to the thrift store and find a lid. Oh, that's neat. I like that. So, isn't that fun? That would work. With my, that would work with my fire pit. Yeah. I don't think and it hole. comes. I don't think it comes with the pot. It just says cooking tripod. It comes with the S hook though. <laughs> I'll bet they sell the pot. They probably do. I see, I see utensils in the bottom. Customers. I see pots. <laughs> oh, there's a! Oh my God, there's one with oh, yeah, a they grill. Have, they have there, Dutch ovens. There's one with a grill. I was just looking at the Dutch ovens. Holy! Oh crap. yeah, there. I just this. watched a whole video on Dutch ovens on uh, on uh, eBay or um, Amazon. <laughs> Fuck YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking yeah. about the actual Dutch ovens, right? Yeah, I yeah, see. yeah. Dutch okay. oven lids. Yeah, this damn. guy they they basically heated up a bunch of coals and rocks and stuff like that and put these uh, Dutch ovens on it, so cook stuff. But I just put one in yeah. there that has a little grill. It like has a, a a tripod and then a then a, a chain with three chains coming off of it that has a little swinging grill. Hey, that's cool. So you know. Swinging grill. My mind is really dirty, but. <laughs> so anyway, oh, oh, you can raise and lower it. You can raise and lower the grill depending on uh, how hot your fire gets. That's nice. So all right, well now it's definitely time to go to the break. Um. Uh. Oh. Oh. I. I know what I wanted to do. Now that it's October, there are very limited days. Uh. Uh. There are very limited times I can play this song. But we're going to go ahead and listen to uh, Hallabaloo by Vance Midnight, a.k.a. Kill the Hippies, me and Kill the Hippies. Uh, so this is our uh, favorite seasonal song uh, that I recorded a couple years ago with Matt and Melissa, um, featuring me as the goofy monster voices. And I wrote the I wrote the music for it, but I didn't perform the music. 
so anyway, here we go. Uh, Hallabaloo. Happy October. Everybody will be right back with lots more fun on this free-for-all edition of Turn Up the Night. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Thank you very much for coming to Hallabaloo. Or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to a Hallabaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bats in your house. It's a Hallabaloo. In the It's a Hallabaloo. Godzilla is going to come, but he couldn't fit in the room. And the mummy's running late. He goes it's wrapped a up in his tomb. And the ghost say boom. It's a hallabaloo. You're gonna be there too. I'll have you know, I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on anybody. <laughs> Dancing ghouls and singing ghosts. Now raise your cup, propose a toast. The blood! <laughs> Who put steak on the buffet? I specifically said no steak on the buffet! Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me! That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula, is a steak! That's the fucking fact! How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say... It's a <laughs> And a ghost ain't blue. It's a hallabaloo. You're gonna be there too. This boogieing has loosened the nuts in my neck. Wolfman! Get down from my couch, you bad boy! You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight! Sunday, Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. 
We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Hebert. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Happy Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. Never take candy from strangers. IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my god! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. It's the pits. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, not as pits as Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> no, and uh, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back. Thank you. I got to tell you, this show is on fire with the pits. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. So, yes. uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, also uh, interesting seasonal story here for everybody. Uh, this is from. Uh, uh, the mirror, uh, the daily mirror, uh, I know it's a trash tabloid, but th- this story is fun. 
Uh, this is by uh, Pippa Allen Kinross. Great pumpkin asteroid shaped like skull set to fly past Earth just after Halloween. Uh, it says the I've cre- heard about this story. Yeah, the creepy comet, which was given its vegetable nickname by experts at NASA, is heading this way again after visiting in 2015. And the pictures of it are awesome. I mean, this thing mm-hmm. looks like a freaking skull. It does. <laughs> it really it does. does. And <laughs> I love it. I mean, what if what if it was a skull of a giant alien? Um and uh yeah so the uh let me see but it says um a skull-shaped asteroid which has earned the nickname of the great pumpkin is set to fly past earth just after halloween the comet was first named after uh yeah okay seriously how many times do we have to repeat this shit in the article officially called tb1456 asteroid it uh, came as close as 300,000 miles away from the planet back in 2015, or 1.3 times the distance from the moon to the Earth. Um, so not not terribly far. It will be heading back this way on November 11th, but, 11th, but is expected uh, to be further away and pass by at around 24 million miles away. Uh, this is about a quarter of the distance between the Earth and the sun. And uh, the asteroid has been described as a death comet because it's believed to be uh, a dead comet, but also because of its unusual skull-like shape. First spotted by NASA's Infrared Telescope Facility, IRTF, in Manua Kea, Hawaii, its unnerving features were revealed on solar, uh, I'm sorry, on detailed radar images taken by the uh, Arecibo Observatory in Puerto Rico. Uh, in 2015, NASA said the comet was approximately 200 feet or 600 meters in diameter. So it's not that big. Um, and, uh, but that's pretty big if it's a real skull. <laughs> uh, at, the t- at the time, uh, Kelly Fast, IRTF program scientist at NASA said, uh, the data may indicate that the object might be a dead comet. But the Arecibo image, uh, images appear uh, to have donned a skull costume for its Halloween flyby. So, anyway. Uh, there's more, but you get the point. It's a fucking skull comet. <laughs> That's badass. Skull comet. <laughs> but I read a, an article that says that now it's, uh, its shape has changed totally because it's been constantly bombarded and stuff. No. Oh, yeah, probably. It, it, it doesn't probably doesn't, and we're not even going to see the same side of it. So... It probably won't look like a skull. But you know what it reminds me of? You know, you know when, uh, when uh, in Harry Potter, when the skull would appear in the sky. Yeah. No, you know. I don't. I've never seen that. Oh, okay. Well then, it's. Well, I'm taking your word <laughs> for it. Said. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Our, our, I'm sure a lot of other people have. So you can continue. Uh, I'm sure. So. <laughs> I'm sure. No, there was there was a, a part of Harry Potter where when. Uh, Voldemort was going to uh, launch his uh, his whatever he did <laughs> to to, to uh, the, the the witches and the and the wizards. His skull, a skull would appear in the sky. It was a bad sign. Ooh, bad omen. Yeah, bad omen. So uh, we got to scare uh, all the wizards. A, uh, a, a a more close to home. Um. Halloween related story for everybody here from the Associated Press. This is um doesn't say who wrote the article. Uh West Fargo, North Dakota. Boo 
a Halloween display so scary that the neighbor calls 911. <laughs> a Halloween decoration hanging in the what? window of, of a North Dakota home is so scary that it prompted calls from concerned neighbors and at least one plea for police assistance. The sign, the sign reading, help me, which appears to be written in blood, <laughs> is part of Becky uh, Moose, um, M-U-H-S, Be- Becky Moose, uh, display uh, for her favorite holiday at her West Fargo home. WDAY-TV reports that Moose and her husband began getting messages from neighbors neighbors over the weekend asking if they were okay, and one neighbor even dialed 911, leading to a visit from a police officer. Moose says the incident uh, ended in a laugh and that the officer did not ask her to take the sign down. So, <laughs> this, was in, this was in Fargo? Uh, yes, West Fargo, North Dakota. So now we what happened? Now we know what happened to his friend in the wood chipper. Oh, see, <laughs> well, and so where he there. got his painting supplies. Uh, so <laughs> I sold a bucket on the other end. Um, yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, but uh, you know, and, and it reminded me of something that legitimately creepy when uh, Susan and I. Oh, that's weird. I touched my microphone, and it's like not grounded, cool. and it's buzzes. That's weird. Got to look into that. Um, Maybe you could start your fire pit with that. (laughs) Hopefully, yeah. That's good. (laughs) Electric, little electrical ignition. Um, And uh, Susan and I lived in Lakewood, Ohio, which is, again, about 10 minutes from where we live now. Uh, 15 minutes to where our apartment was on Clifton Boulevard. And we lived in this apartment. Um, it was six units. There was, uh, we were in the, if you were staring at the building, there were, um, four units, two bottom, two top. Uh, and then there were two, um, going lengthwise behind those top and bottom. And we lived in like the top, uh, top left. If you were staring at the building, well, we, uh, we were pretty pally with the, the landlady there. And she would, uh, she gave us keys to show one of the apartments uh, that, and it was the one directly beneath us uh, on the ground level. And this really strange kind of introverted guy lived there. We never really saw much, and he wasn't very friendly. But we went down to to check the place out after they gave us the key because we were just being nosy. Um, <laughs> we wanted to, we wanted we wanted to see it before we showed it to anybody. And on the wall over the, we had fireplaces in these things. We never used ours, um, but um, we had fireplaces in these things. And over the mantle of the fireplace, the guy had painted very, in in just a very washed out, reddish brown on the on the wall above the mantle. Surrender, Dorothy. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And we wow. and we had a neighbor named Dorothy. <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> oh my god! And we told her about it, and she was freaked out. She oh, said, "What wow. does that mean? What does that mean?" I'm like, "Well, it's from the Wizard of Oz, so it probably doesn't have anything to do with you." But um, but she was still freaked out. So uh, but yeah. So um, <laughs> and what was the color of it again? You said red brown. It, it was a reddish brown. <laughs> I don't know like what it was. Blood? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeek, Yeek is right. <laughs> Yeek. Yeek. True story, though. Susan Susan can corroborate. Um, I don't doubt you. Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, but yeah, some, uh, Lakewood uh, Lakewood is often called Lake Weird because uh, of various different reasons. Um, you know, it's it is a cool community though because it's very open to you know the L, you know the LGBT community because they they actually fly at the um, city hall. They fly the rainbow flag and everything, and you know they have um, you know events there and you know very encouraging of diversity but it's right on the bus line where we lived so you got a lot of very odd people just kind of wandering around so so yeah uh lake weird in in many ways but it is a very cool community and they have super high taxes because they have a great school system so that's why we bought in cleveland close to lakewood (laughs) Because we're not paying for other we're not paying for other people's kids to go to school, um. So uh, so anywho, uh, let me see. Um, uh, yeah. So so th- those are two Halloween related stories. <laughs> Although yeah, I just wanna I just wanna mention and and Sandy and Derwood in the chat brought it up as I was thinking about it. So here in um where where we live now. And, and it was still close to where I lived in Alexandria. So it existed before I moved to Maryland. Um, Montgomery County has a Mormon temple. Mm-hmm. And it's huge. It's, it's, it's a beautiful building. But there's a part where if you come around um, 495, the Beltway, you come around and you could see the, the, the Mormon temple. It looks like it's right in front of you as you're driving. And there's a train trestle. Back in, the, I think, the 70s or 80s, people used to graffiti on top of the train trestle, surrender Dorothy. Because this oh. thing looks, this, this temple looks like something from the Wizard of Oz. It's white, but it's, it's glorious. <laughs> and just a couple of weeks ago, instead of painting it, people put signs on there that said, surrender Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Yeah, I'll give, a, give an amen to that. Amen. Um, Amen. So yeah, so now I have a really great story, but I think I'm going to have to save it for the end of the show because it's it's so fucking hilarious. But we're I'm going to wait wait on that. I was going to read it now, but I have some other some other good stuff. Uh, in uh, I'm trying to put these in different categories. So I think um, uh, our uh, this this segment, you know, since we did Halloween, maybe we'll do Animal Overlords. This one. <laughs> Uh, here's a story from, uh, September 27th from UPI by Ray Downs. Okay. Listen carefully to this title. UPI? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seal slaps kayaker with octopus. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw this one. <laughs> so... A kayaker, a kayaker out for a cruise off uh, an island in New Zealand didn't know it was about to hit him. Uh, and then in quotes it says, Yes, I got slapped in the face with an octopus by the seal. I know. Crazy, right? Kayaker Kyle Mol- uh, Melinda wrote on Instagram. Melinda said he was, about, uh, he was out uh, in the ocean with a group of other paddlers and was testing out his GoPro camera when he saw a large male seal fighting with an octopus. Before we knew it, the fight came to us and, well, the rest is a slap in the face, uh, Melinda wrote. 
I'm not sure who got more of a surprise, the seal, the octopus, or me. Either way, the octopus held onto the bottom of the kayak for some time before our guide was able to get it off with his paddle and then swam away to fight another day. True story. Uh, so, so yeah, it's it's pretty wild, man. <laughs> so it looks like you know the seal, you know, was just trying to kill the thing. And didn't, you know, maybe thought the kayak was a rock or something to, to slap it on. But this guy just totally, <laughs> the look on his face, I'm watching the video on a loop. He's like, ah, <laughs> seriously, nobody wants to get slapped. I mean, nobody wants to get slapped in the face, but definitely nobody wants to get slapped in the face with a, with a tentacled beast from the ocean <laughs> by a seal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so. like, that's like a, a double insult. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's better than Brett Kavanaugh's penis. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't say penis in this house. Yeah. And, you know, I thought we were gonna make it two, two episodes in a row, but I guess not. Sorry. Well, yeah, you right. ruined it. I, I'm not sorry. No, don't no. be sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> here's another one from UPI. Uh, this is uh, by Ed Maza. Aggressive mountain goats are thirsting for human pee and sweat. <laughs> what? Oh, God damn it. Uh, uh, mountain goats at Olympic, uh, Olympic National Park in Washington have developed such a taste for human urine and sweat that they're starting to cause problems. And now wildlife officials are having them airlifted out of the park and away from where area, areas where humans roam and pee. <laughs> it shows them air. It shows them airlifting the goats out with blindfolds on. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, let me oh, post. The, let me post the um, the link there. Uh, it says uh, they're being moved to the Cascade Mountains, their native habitat. It says it's not actually the sweat and pee that the goats go after, but it's what's inside it, as the park mountain goat uh, management plan noted. Mountain goats can be what's a nuisance. What's inside it? Yeah, mountain goats can be a nuisance along the trails around wire, wild, uh, wilderness campsites where they persistently seek salt and minerals from human urine, packs, and sweat of uh, sweat of on clothing. They often paw and dig around the areas where hikers have urinated or disposed of cooking wastewater. The goats were introduced to the area that would eventually become the park about a century ago, but in recent years, their aggressiveness has become a serious problem. The Telegraph reported that uh, one hiker bled to death in 2010 after being attacked by a goat. The animal had stalked a hiker for more than a mile. Give me your pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry the guy died. That sucks. Um, but died. did the goat kill him? It, um, yeah. It says it, he bled to death oh in 2010 God. after being attacked. The animal stalked the hiker oh. for more than a mile. Oh. Wow. So. Wow. Listen, I'm I'm quite serious. Up until now, the only animal, the only like mammal that would stalk human beings, I thought, were polar bears. Uh, Grizz goats. I think grizzlies will too. I don't I think. know if they oh, stalked. I don't for, know. For oh salt God. vampires. Salt vampires will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but goats. Goats. That was a Star Trek reference. Yes. I got it. It was. Very good. So. I'm glad you picked it up. <laughs> I just watched An that old, episode old a while ago. Star Trek. An original. Yeah. Star Trek. Yes. First season. In fact, I think it was. 
can't first believe season, I think it was. Person. I think it was the first uh, first regular season show. Uh, I think you might be right. So, but yeah, so the rain. Uh, watch out for the goddamn goats. And yes. you know we've we've had issues with goats in the very recent uh, very recent past, and sheep. Jesus. And I got a sheep story too. <laughs> uh, this one's a I little have less with uh, with uh, goats and 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 uh, ducks. Oh, we have ducks! Ducks are mean. Oh, you know what? Speaking of ducks, have we ever talked about duck penises on this show? I think we have, but you shouldn't say that. Don't word. say penis in this. I'm not house. sure. They're. I hear they're they're odd. They're, they're corkscrewed. They're yeah. bent. They're they corkscrewed. They have, they have continual Peronis disease. Multi-Peroni. No, they're not bent. <laughs> anyway. Just, it's just advanced no, they don't have Peronis. Peronis disease, unless you're talking about Italian ducks. Well, here you go. Uh, so, so all right, here's our sheep story before we break. Uh, truck pulls over due to sheep on roof. <laughs> ben Hooper, again, from UPI. Uh, October 2nd, a shocked witness on a New Zealand highway captured baffling footage of a semi-truck pulled over to the side of the road due to a sheep on the roof. The video recorded Saturday by a traveler uh, on the Auckland motorway shows the semi pulled over onto the shoulder while the driver attempts to get the sheep off the roof trailer. Honestly, the filmer says, how did that sheep get on the top of the truck? (laughs) Um, The occupants of the vehicle laugh as they pass by the unusual scene. Uh, so, uh, and I'll share that too, because the sheep's just standing on the roof of a semi trailer, just taking a cruise, just taking a joyride. He's probably trying to get away from Mrs. Salter. Could be. So, uh, oh, and president says, don't kink shame Kenny about the, the goats that want pee. So, (laughs) uh, so yeah, um, but, I don't know. I'm stunned about the goat story. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Goats coming for our pee, seals slapping us with octopi. It's a bad world out there, I, folks. Sheep. Yeah, the free, world is telling us something. Freeloading sheep, take taking you know, killing your gas mileage. <laughs> yeah. Imagine the drag on that truck. Imagine wow. the drag. <laughs> all that wool, all that wool <laughs> slowing you down. I believe the sheep. I think the sheep is trying to get away. I believe <laughs> in the sheep. What if he went under a bridge with that sheep on there? Doesn't that make the sheep story more believable? Uh, what if he went under a bridge? The, the sheep was ready to give up its life in order to get away from whoever attacked it. That that could be. I have a feeling it, it probably got up there. I, I'm What I'm guessing is that at some point, this truck was stopped at an intersection. Maybe it was near a bridge. Maybe it was, you know, kind of level with the the ground. You know how you you and, and maybe you know goats can jump pretty good. So maybe the goat just jumped up there and he didn't hear it because it was on the trailer, not the cab. And uh, damn weird shit happens. But did, yeah, it, it could th- could be fleeing. Did it ever occur to you that the driver just may have been lonely? <laughs> Could be. Uh, so, any. <laughs> hey, can I give you a ride? 
<laughs> yes. Companionship, <laughs> companionship takes many forms. Ken. Companionship. So. <laughs> companionship. Uh, they, they had a fight, and he says, "Go ahead. You have to ride in the, on the in the back." Yeah. Yeah. But no, Rain, you could be right. I mean, it could have been fleeing for its... I the sheep consented. That's... Yeah. That's I would like I'm to. Going. Well, maybe maybe, the, maybe it was in the cab. And then was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm out of here. So... Uh, I don't know. I believe the sheep. I believe the sheep. So anyway... Maybe the sheep was trying to start a ute movement. A ute movement? Joe, <laughs> really... <laughs> All oh, right, yeah. uh, that was bad. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and go to break. See, this is fun. We're having fun tonight. Uh, there's our there's our, our animal overlords segment of the program. Uh, lots more fun stories, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, do some name generators tonight and find out some of our different names for things. Uh, I found a good little collection of stuff, uh, so we'll we'll sort that out, and our audience can participate as well. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, uh, go to town and, uh, all right. So break time. We'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Yeah. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Something unknown, something unforeseen, something unspeakable lives below, and it lives to destroy. They have risen. We created the perfect soldier from cheap hoodlums and thugs, in a good number of pathological murderers and sadists as well. We call them the Totem Corps, the Death Corps, creatures more horrible than any you can imagine. From beyond the dead, from beneath the living, from the depths of hell's ocean, everything they touch will die in the deep. Shock waves. Give me the flashlight. We'll be left with nothing but that oil lamp. You don't need it. I need all the help I can get out there. Now let me have it. Starring the Masters of Shock, John Carradine and Peter Cushing. You are indeed very stupid. Now it is too late. Now the total horror has begun. Now there is no way out. Now the ocean becomes a graveyard. you run the quicker you die because once they were almost human shock waves the deep end of horror
on with the show. Jeeves. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an easy idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tuesday free-for-all edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. Excellent. And, of course, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Hi. (laughs) And uh, we are going to have a little bit of interactive fun here on the show, and this is something uh, everybody can uh, uh, enjoy after the... um, uh, you know, during the podcast too, I'm not going to put the links in, but you can Google these things because there are, you know, I'll put the, I'll share the links in the chat room, but that's the benefit of, of listening to the show live is that you can, um, you know, get all these goodies that we post in the chat room free of charge. We just steal from other people and put them in the <laughs> chat room. Uh, so, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to do some name generators right now. Um, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna do th- this first one here. Uh, th- this is uh, my favorite. Uh, it's it's the uh, Batman name generator, everybody. So um, it's the. It, this is how it works. What's your uh, Batman name? Find out here. Use the second letter of your first name. So, um, Rain. Uh, well, I guess we could use O. Should we use Lorraine for these or just Rain? Either one. I always feel like I get two choices. Yeah, you do, and then that could work. So uh, here, here. So uh, so L, and then uh, K. So all right. So for L, your bat name, uh, Batman oh, no, name. No, no, no. You said the second letter. Oh, do you want to? Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, second. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. So it's either it's either O or A. So we'll go with O, and then okay. O and O actually would be it. So your Batman name is O Bat O Man. Your Batman. Um, oh, so uh, Batman. Joe. So uh, your second letter is O, O and A. So O Bat once again and A Man. Your Batman name is Batman. Um, my name <laughs> uh, K. So E E is Bat. And I is man. My bat name, Batman name is Batman. Look at that. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> so wait, you, wait a second. You two are Batman, and I'm oh bat oh man. No, no, you're Batman. <laughs> no, it's oh. ju- it's dumb. Every letter is it's oh. like every every letter is bat, and every letter is man. So that's how you get your Batman oh. name. That that one oh. was just stupid. Oh bat oh man. <laughs> no. Oh bad old man. Uh, this one, this is a seasonal one here. Uh, since we Thanksgiving is right around the corner, 
Uh, I thought it could be fun to find out what our turkey names are. The letter of your first name, letter of your first name, uh, we'll we'll go we'll we'll give you a choice on yours, Rain. Um, uh, you've got uh, L is pickled and uh, R is tasty. Hmm. I'm gonna go with tasty. Okay, so uh, you are a tasty gravy. That's the that's your name. So <laughs> way better than pickled gravy. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. I love the pickles. Joe. Yeah, but pickle gravy, I don't, I don't know. Well, Joe, yours uh, is crusty pumpkin. Crusty <laughs> pumpkin. Yeah. Pumpkin. And then uh, mine is. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, roasted roasted rolls. <laughs> Uh, I'm roasted rolls, so better than cold. (laughs) I I like crusty pumpkin. That's a good one. I do too. I like crusty pumpkin. That's not bad. So uh, there you go. That could be a bad villain. Well, you could take you could take crusty pumpkins and dip them in the gravy. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think so. That that's delicious. I think I think uh, crusty because I'm old and. Mm pumpkin because i'm tasty well there you go <laughs> all right so uh here's another one winter weather is is approaching everybody so who doesn't want to know their snowman name so uh <laughs> snowman name. uh and uh i forget uh what uh, snowman name what's your what's your birth month again uh joe july july okay um so you are tinsel mcfrosty that's yours I like that. It's uh, yeah. And Rain, what's your birth month again? Is it also July? September. Oh, September. Okay, yeah. You, we, yeah, we just had it. So, um, and, and so we'll give you. Uh, you you can either have sugar plum or holly <laughs> for your uh, first. Okay, I, I kind of like them both. You decide. Most well, people we'll just, know me by Rain, so let's just go with Rain from here on. Okay, in. Holly McGlisten. See? See? Wow. <laughs> kind of like that. That's and, like a fall drink at McDonald's. Uh, no, no, it's not. My, <laughs> mine they is, sell those from October until November. Mine is Joy McFreeze is mine. Uh, so That's here, a McDonald's drink. Uh, yeah, that definitely. So uh, here, we'll, we'll give everybody the uh, snowman one as well. That one, uh, That one's fun. <laughs> Uh, so again, stealing people's images and putting them in the chat room. See what you podcast listeners are missing out on. Uh, so <laughs> and everybody, if, you, if uh, later on, if you want to post when we do name calling, your favorite name from the generators, um, you can just put "call me X," you know, whatever it is. Um, this is a, a personal favorite of mine. Um, he Man and the Masters of the Universe. What's your He Man and the Masters of the Universe name? Oh. So, uh, Rain, we're going to go with R for you. Okay. And uh, <laughs> yours is Evil Man. <laughs> yep, there it is. Evil Man. Evil Man. So, uh, yeah. So, basically, what they I'll do is... I'll get you, Evil Man. I'll get you, Evil Man. Ooh, I'll get you. <laughs> uh, Joe, yours is... Um, uh, let me see. 
man e full man e full and uh man e full (laughs) after a meal yeah there you go and mine after when you go to mcdonald's and order a holly mcglisten (laughs) mine just sounds like a porn name now it's rio blast rio blast (laughs) 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 or what i did when i first got that duran duran album i rio blasted uh so uh there you go everybody uh get your uh his name is Rio there you go. Well, and we're singing in the sand. So yeah, I mean, just yeah, just put your just if, if you know, I know Adam's like me next, me next, uh, but you know, it's like just do yours and put it in the chat room and cats uh, uh, joy mix slushy. Uh, so well, hey now, and uh, Sandy's Rosie McFreeze. Uh, Sandy, Dad's is the same as mine. Cat's uh, turkey name is roasted corn. <laughs> Francie's battleman. <laughs> Heather is buzzjaw. Heather's oh, is Heather buzzjaw. Buzzjaw like buzz from the He-Man one, and then I, I love this. Living on Long Island has the best one so far from the He-Man list. Claw champ. <laughs> I think that's that. Uh, Kavanaugh was claw champ in in school, high school. Oh yeah, yeah. Sandy is claw yeah. blast. I like that. Uh, so <laughs> we we have more. We have more. I'm saving the best for last. Adam Hebert is tri glow. So there you go. Uh, I use that on on um, t- to uh, <laughs> to lubricate my my uh, my doors. You sure it wasn't your fire pit? <laughs> no, Tri-glow. you don't lubricate a fire pit. <clears throat> well, maybe with sure, some. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> <I'm not>. <laughs> Jay Collie is man eat arms. And Cat uh, is real bad. Uh, so. Uh, but, Her yeah. name is Rio Bad, and she dances with Claw Blast. <laughs> nice. Maybe. All right. Here's a. This is another personal favorite of mine. The Mad Max name generator. So uh, this one should be pretty easy. Joe will do yours. Uh, you are uh, uh, feral bloke. <laughs> sort of. I am. Yeah. Oh. Feral bloke. When I'm out, of, I'm a feral bloke. And uh, Rain, you are. Uh, salt rock. <laughs> I am salt rock. Watch and, out for the goats. Whoa. And, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No. That's terrible. No, they love salt rock. Oh. That means I'm dead. Oh, my God. My Mad Max name generator, this is my this is my Ace Hardware name, Blood Ace. See? <laughs> they wear the, hey, the, Blood the, Ace, do you have this bag in a bigger... <laughs> you got this in a bigger bag? in a bigger bag? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I will post the Mad Max one there. Uh, Murful is Trojan Rabbit. Murful, um, Festive McFrosty is his uh, is Trojan Rabbit's uh, snowman name. I'm gonna post the Mad Max. Delicious. Mad Max name generator is gonna go in here. Now that would be McDonald's drink. A Festive McFrosty. Sure. Yes, sure. I agree with that. All right, um, here's your uh, Brett Kavanaugh fraternity boy nickname uh, generator. Oh, no, I'm I'm oh, kidding. Really? It doesn't it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, so this this mine mine would be you know 
Renati alumni. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, Mine is Hansi McFelch. So, uh, I'm just kidding. Mine would be Squiggy McFarland. There you go. Uh, This this one's my favorite. Uh, What's your monster movie? All right. So, this this is good. So, we need the first letter. Uh, Okay, so this is first, middle, and last. So, um... Rain, uh, I got R I for you. What's I your middle? I don't have a middle name. Oh, you don't have a middle uh, n- middle name. So we can, yeah, no, I don't. So we can use my real first name, which is Lorraine. Okay, so we'll do L R K. Yeah. Okay, so you are um, uh, beware the windy muffins. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Is that anything like an air biscuit? Uh, <laughs> that would go well. Those muffins would go with a tasty McFrosty, wouldn't they? Yeah, we can call yeah. them. We can call them fluffy biscuits. Yeah, we yeah. could have. Now only for Halloween, a windy McMuffin <laughs> with a tasty McFrosty. Trojan rabbits. Uh, oh, oh, there here we got some Mad Max name uh, coming in here. Um, oh, Trojan rabbit is fresh potato. I think that must be the turkey one. Um, and then uh, Sandy and Derwood has her Mad Max name, uh, Slake Blitzer, or maybe Snake. Damn, that's Snake hardcore. Blitzer. Yeah, that's like Wolf Blitzer almost. Um, Slake Blitzer, bro. Uh, Trojan rabbit wagon rider. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And Francie says, mine is Punch Your Nuts. I'm assuming that's her uh, her frat boy name. <laughs> I think she just made up. Uh, oh, oh, Heather. She just came up with her own frat boy name. I, I so. agree with that. Oh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, Jay Colley is Feral Blitzer from the Mad Max list, and Heather is Gas Blaster. Cat <laughs> is Blood Eater uh, from the Mad Max list. Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think I'm caught up on that. Um and uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so well, welcome Trojan. He said you the names what? drew me in. If I had a sorority name, mm-hmm. it would be Squeeze Your Balls. Oh yeah, there you go. All right, Joe, we got to do your your horror movie, your monster movie name. Um, so oh, I can't. Okay, so your middle initial is what? J. J. Okay. Um. Beware the flying sock puppets is yours. Uh, so we all have beware the so, because J K and L are all the same uh, letter. Wow. So so mine is be mine is beware the windy, um, beware the windy zombies is mine. So there you go. Oh, there's yeah. there, you don't want to be around a windy zombie. No, uh-uh. so I'll post oh, that especially one. Especially after a cabbage dinner. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That stuff's been laying there for for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So, everybody find your your monster movie names. Um, um, (laughs) Moon Mare says, I'd rather not be Juicy Squash if I had a choice. (laughs) Uh, Isn't Juicy Squash like the lost Spice Girl? Um... I maybe yes. <laughs> yeah, I I think I think it was yeah. Uh, Ma- She's like you know what we love you. Adam's you Mad Max. Adam's Mad Max name is Commander Blaster. That's a good one. 
um, Attack of the Disco Boy Bands. Is that Adams? Death uh, 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 Trojan Rabbit. Death by Overly Keen Vampires. <laughs> Francie Invasion of the Flesh Eating Zombies. See, that's nice. That sounds real. Living in Long Island. Curse of the Flesh Eating Werewolves. Bobber Attack of the Worrying Zombies. Uh, Moon They're Mare. concerned. They're very concerned. <laughs> Moon Mare Terror of the Windy Boy Bands. Uh, Heather Day of the Flying Boy Bands. <laughs> Jay Collie, Beware the Mutant Zombies. See, this is fun, everybody. Some of them uh, could be sequels to the others. You know? Oh, now, I like this one. Sandy and Derwood, I think, has the, the best one so far. Curse of the Disco Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Disco Zombies, man. That's awesome. Um, or, or... That sounds like a band. Or Thriller. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Although that was more 80s pop than disco, but I get you. Um, so, yeah, so there, there's some good ones. And uh, I have other ones pulled up here. Those were the, the ones that I saw that I was like, okay, we have to have these. Um, and uh, let me see. What's this? Uh, oh, oh, reindeer name generator. We got to have this one, right? So, oops. I shouldn't. I didn't mean to do that. Stop it. Uh, okay, so I got to save the image real quick so I can share it. And then we'll find out what our reindeer names are and if we can play in any reindeer games. Uh, so here we go. Um, all right. So first name and last name. Easy one. So uh, for rain, <laughs> uh, I li- I'm liking it already. Uh, you are, wait, Dazzle's Wishes Be? <laughs> Dazzle's Wishes Be. Uh, Joe, you are... um, Oh, I like this one, Joe. Um, Bootsy Flufferstein. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I am Dizzy Dizzy O'Flurry. Oh, I hope Dizzy O'Flurry is next to Bootsy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, what? Okay. Yeah. And uh, let me get the, the reindeer one in there. Uh, where is it? There it is. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Day of the Flying Boy Bands. Okay, we already saw that one. There was another one. Oh, yeah, Cat is Beware the Disco Swamp Beasts. That's a good one, too. And, um, yeah, Sandy, uh, Bobber is saying, sounds like a trauma team release to, to Sandy's uh, <laughs> Curse of the Disco Zombies. I think you're right. Uh, so there you go. There's the reindeer ones, and that that should uh, occupy us uh, uh, until the break because we're going to the break a little early, so we can have a little bit of extra time for phone calls. And of course, uh, oh well, Tim Carmel's here. Tim Carmel needs to find out what his names are. I guess I could, we could, we could find out what Tim's names are from the generators on our own. Um, we'll go in reverse. We'll find out what his reindeer name is. Tim's reindeer name is uh, Speedy. Rockleberg or no speedy rocketberg sorry wow. the, fa- the font is yeah so there you go that's your reindeer name tim and uh let me see we'll find his uh snowman name tim caramels uh wh- what's uh what month was tim born tim, uh that was April. was it april well if it's april it's um it's Twinkle McIcicles. 
So, <laughs> and uh, oh, Tim's man. Tim's Mad Max name is uh, Nuke Cutter. <laughs> uh, and Tim's He Man name. We'll find that real quick. Is um trap trapneck <laughs> trapneck trapneck what if tim's he-man name was just tim uh could think, be think about that tim could. i'll get you tim tim man um is uh turkey it was april his birthday is april okay cool i was Tur- right i was it- yes is uh his turkey name is delightful cheese uh <laughs> and uh do, do we know tim's middle initial tim <laughs> tim okay well i can't do the the monster movie without a middle initial so um anyway that's all right we, we got tim some names there so uh but anyway uh coco hoovington is sandy's name uh, 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 My France. goodness, Coco Hoovington sounds like a super waspy woman's name from a very, very private girls' school. Oh yeah, <laughs> it sounds like Coco Hoovington. You go to the social page. Cuckoo, Coco Hoovington. Oh, rules. Coco Hoovington has arrived at a special party at the exclusive yes. trip club <laughs> in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Coco is the daughter of Chocolate Hoovington. Coco, Coco is from the Chocolate Hoovington family. She's from the she's from the Scranton Hoovingtons, <laughs> and not to be confused with the Connecticut Hoovingtons, <laughs> who are an offshoot of the Maine Hoovingtons. Nice, yeah. Uh, Francie, Francie has Sweetie McGlisten for her name, and uh, yeah. Francie is from the um, Delaware. Sorry. Oh, Sandy says, I prefer my maiden name on this one. It's Coco Von Stride for the reindeer. <laughs> Coco Von Stride. Coco Von Stride, yeah. So, uh, I want to make sure I didn't... Sorry, Pe- Coco. Yeah, Trojan Rabbit is Peppermint Von Stride. Uh, von Stride. I'm sorry, Jay Collie's Bootsy Hoovington. Um, Co- uh, live. <laughs> Living is Coco Frostino. <laughs> hey, it's Coco Frostino, everybody. Hey, Yo, Coco, how you doing? Hey, bada bing. <laughs> you got blood all over your nice new suit. Yeah. Oh, well, Bobber's, Bobber's oh. Chestnut Hoovington. I think, uh, no, yeah, I think Chestnut, Chestnut Hoovington went to, went to private school with Tucker Carlson, I think. <laughs> um, Chestnut. That, that was Coco's uh, brother. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, he was oh. thrown out of boarding school. Oh my! My browser's it was crazy. The, it was the black sheep of the Hoovingtons. Fran- Francie's of the Delaware Hoovingtons. Uh, Delaware Hoovingtons. Well, hello, darling. Oh, yes. Theo. Theo has Curse of the Flying Deathbots for his horror name. Uh, th- that's good. I like that. He says, "Meh." Come on, Curse of the Flying Deathbots. Sounds like a, a you know drones. yeah so oh man i gotta reload this page the the, my every once in a while the um the chat acts up on me and it'll it won't let go the scroll thing and it's stuck and it keeps scrolling up so if i miss anybody's names cat is dizzy darlington uh sounds like a shortstop 
Yeah. <laughs> no, Dizzy Darlington. Playing shortstop like... and batting fourth, Dizzy Darlington. Oh, man. To me, that sounds like a NASCAR racer. Could be. Could uh, be. But I, I like shortstop. Dizzy is a baseball name. I think I caught Darlington up with all the names. Darlington is a NASCAR. If I missed the what name. What is NASCAR and baseball combined? Think about that during the break. Wow. Oh, I can't. I That's scary. Everybody's mind. That is intense. So, all right, Green News Report coming up, and then we're going to get to name calling. If you want, when we get to name calling, uh, make sure you put your f- uh, favorite name forward uh, from all the all this, and uh, we'll have Joe read that out for you. Uh, we'll, we'll do our best, you know, because we know there's a there's a lag in the chat. So maybe if everybody just types in the name they want to be called and then don't put anything else during the break, then we'll we'll be able to do it. Uh, so anyway, um, let's go ahead and uh, hit that break. Green News Report. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018. Climate change is having an impact now, and that impact will only increase more in the future. Hurricane Florence was the second wettest storm in U.S. history. In terms of water. Bug experts say they're three times the size of normal mosquitoes. As North Carolina now grapples with an outbreak of giant mosquitoes. Trump administration uses catastrophic climate change to justify rolling back fuel efficiency standards. Plus, we have decided to stay unified in spite of the U.S.'s decision to withdraw. This is power. French President Macron rejects trade deals with any country not in the Paris Climate Agreement. All of those rejections and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Remember this. I'm an environmentalist. I don't think that word means what you think it means, Mr. President. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, giant mosquitoes in North Carolina? Really? (laughs) Yes, really. As North Carolina begins its recovery from the historic impact of Hurricane Florence, Governor Roy Cooper has ordered $4 million in funding to control an outbreak of large, aggressive mosquitoes that are the size of wasps that are breeding in these slowly receding floodwaters. Also, Florence has entered the record books as the second rainiest storm in U.S. history. Its three feet of rain came in second only to last year's Hurricane Harvey. That means that the top two highest intensity rainfall events in the United States both occurred in just the last year. Total coincidence. Nope, that's actually in line with what climate scientists predict we'll see with global warming. GTM Research reports that while it has taken weeks to fully restore power to residents in North Carolina who got their electricity from coal plants, North Carolina's solar plants were up and running the day after the storm hit and sustained only minor damage. Imagine that. Meanwhile, an international team of scientists studying the Earth's geologic past warn that we are potentially headed for 20 to 30 feet of sea level rise by the end of this century if we don't act to reduce emissions. 
emissions. The new study in the journal Nature found that temperatures not much warmer than we're seeing today were sufficient 125,000 years ago to melt major ice sheets in East Antarctica, raising sea levels as much as 20 to 30 feet higher than today, which of course would swamp coastal cities and create millions of refugees. But they also note that if humanity manages to cut emissions, global temperature rise would slow down the process of melting the ice sheets. You know, if you just stopped reading all these studies, none of these bad things would happen, Des. Meanwhile, in the nation's capital, the Trump administration admits that killing U.S. climate policies will indeed make climate change worse. The Washington Post reports that deep in a regulatory proposal to roll back Obama-era mileage and emission standards for cars and trucks, the administration assumes that on our current course, global temperatures will rise a catastrophic 7 degrees Fahrenheit by 2100. So they admit that, yes, climate change is happening, climate change is deadly, and then they use that information to support their rollbacks to these regulations. Right. Rather than spurring action, the administration is instead using it to justify its deregulation spree. They're effectively saying that since fuel efficiency standards by themselves are not enough to stop global warming, it doesn't really matter if the administration rolls them back. So all of these terrible things are going to happen. We admit it. And yet, if we roll back these regulations, it's not going to make that much of a difference. So don't worry about it. Good luck, planet Earth. Why bother? Right. President Trump on Monday announced a deal had been reached with Canada and Mexico on the existing North American Free Trade Agreement, or NAFTA, but trade deals with the European Union could be more difficult. In remarks to the United Nations General Assembly late last week, French President Emmanuel Macron called on UN member nations to reject any trade agreement with countries not signed on to the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement, clearly referencing the United States. Well, how many are not signed on to the Paris Climate Agreement? Just the United States. Huh. Here's Macron through an interpreter. Let us also be clear, consistent. Let's, for an example, stop signing trade agreements with those who don't comply with the Paris Agreement. Let's have our trade agreements take on board our environmental obligations. Now, to be clear, the U.S. is technically still in the Paris Climate Accord. Trump only announced his intention to withdraw starting in 2019, and the earliest that an actual withdrawal could occur would be the day after the presidential election in 2020. You can't imagine how much I am looking forward to that day. For much more on all of our stories today and the ones that we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or even Google Play. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Halloween from Indie Media Weekly. What do you say? Let's boogie. IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Kenny Pick 
on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. I will perfect my own race of people. A race of atomic supermen. You tell him. You tell him, Bella. Uh, There you go. Bella Lugosi from Bride of the Monster. Uh, Part of his epic speech. Uh, Home. I have no home. Uh, Well, what the hell? Let's listen to that. By the way, Academy Award winner, the late, great Martin Landau as Bella Lugosi in the Tim Burton movie, Ed Wood. I have no home. Despised, living like an animal. The jungle is my home. But I shall show the world that I can be its master. I shall perfect my own race of people. A race of atomic supermen that will conquer the world. Ah, gives me chills every time. I love that. Uh, Welcome back to the program. As you can tell, I am definitely in the October mood right now. Halloween is my favorite holiday. We'll be easing into the Halloween music here in the next week or so. Uh, But, uh, you know, uh, because it's kind of our tradition around here is to play Halloween music longer than we play Christmas music. Because who else does that? (laughs) You know? can't flip your radio on and hear halloween music 24 7 for a month um and uh but anyway welcome back to the program rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc hello hi hi howdy and i got tonight huh i i gotta tell you something i know we're trying to keep things light yeah i'm trying to be light i have heavy heart tonight i understand i do too and it's just it, I just knew that it, I, it would not be healthy for me, for my blood pressure, for my sanity, to uh, to be reporting on everything that's going on right now. Um, I, I understand you know, that, but can I, so. can I can I I need to share something really quickly with you. Okay. Um, and then we can then we can walk away from it if that's okay. It, this is really heavy to me. I have talked about my niece many times on this show. Uh huh. Um, and and about six or seven hours ago. She posted something on Facebook that broke my heart. Um, and I'm sorry to dump this on you, Kenny. We didn't get a chance to talk about it prior to the show. Uh, she posted... As everybody who listens to the show, they know that I was raped. Mm-hmm. I say that openly and without shame or anything. She posted um, a him too mem on facebook mm-hmm. my my niece did it my niece who knows better she posted a meme that said as long as women who accuse men of sexual attacks are believed without evidence or due process no man is safe i'm not safe your husband isn't safe your father isn't safe hashtag him too your son isn't safe your grandson isn't safe your male friends aren't safe my niece gave birth to a daughter just under a year ago Mm-hmm. And I That's I responded I, I responded to her 
She hasn't responded to me. She has, in that very thread, responded to people who were like, yeah, yeah. She hasn't responded to me. I'm not just her aunt. I'm also her godmother. Yeah. Well, that's tough. That's, I, I, needed, that's... I needed to say that tonight. I know we're trying to keep things light. Uh, that this, stuff this... is getting pervasive in the mainstream media right now. It's it just I'm I'm shocked I'm shocked and I'm hurt and I'll I'll turn it down I'll shut it down but it's yeah it's it's not good I'm sorry guys I really needed to say this tonight no that's all right you got to get it off your chest I mean that's hard to hear stuff from family members that you know uh you believe to maybe not spread that kind of pro the, you believe that they wouldn't spread that kind of propaganda you know that she diminishes me too better yeah she knows better and this is the part that pisses me off i was one of the first people she told i had an abortion because i wasn't ready to become a mother mm-hmm. and now she's posting this stuff and I, I, she knows better yeah. And I don't want to blame it on the guy. I don't want to blame my knee, but I I feel like whoever she's with, he's poisoning her mind. Because she that knows That could very better. well be. That could very well be, you know. I I mean, there are people who get in relationships and they're in, you know, sometimes they're just like, "Okay, autopilot." You know, I don't want to think about this stuff. What do you think about it? You know, and, and that sucks and it's sad. Because I know Susan and I believe differently on a lot of different things. You know, we, we're not lockstep in in every little political or social nuance, you know. So, I mean, we're pretty damn close. But, you know, we, we, we you know, we have disagreements. But, you know, that's, that's a shame. If that's the case, I'm really sorry to hear about that. That sucks. Thank you for letting me say that. It's, it's, no, it it's happened okay. around 4 o'clock this afternoon. And I didn't, you know, Bob is, I am crying right now because I did talk about it with Bob and Bob has been in that, in that thread talking about it too. But it, it just, it hurts because my first response to my niece was, are you kidding me? I'm your aunt. You know, I was raped and she doesn't seem to have the courage to talk to me about it. Mm. So, I'm so yeah. I'm sorry to hear about that. I'm I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. don't worry I know about. We're it. supposed to be having a no. fun show tonight, but, but that's that's it. We're your friends, and right. if there's something that's on your mind and you need to say it, that's what this show's about, too. Right. You know. Right. That's I mean, why we're here. I know. I. Uh, and before we get to name calling, uh, I just want—I don't feel as strong no. as I want to be. So. It, well, th- that threw that obviously threw you for a loop. So I can I can uh, I can see how that would be very upsetting because again, you're saying she sh- she shouldn't be thinking like this. Um, but uh, you know, or or it's, she's not thinking like the person you know her to be. But uh, but. Joe, uh, of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back to the show. Uh, before we get to the name calling, though, I want you to go go ahead and talk to Rain about this a little bit. You know, since it's just been me and her talking for a minute here. 
Yeah, well, first of all, don't feel bad uh, about sharing that because that's why we're here. Um, as you know, Rain, we, we even share things in the production chat and, and stuff. And uh, I think it hurts when a family member knows your pain and does that to you when they know better. You know, yeah. I think that she really didn't does do it to suck. me. That's, that's the thing, Joe. She didn't do it to me. She just put it out there without thinking about. Right. Right. I mean, she about other people, and and there are a few of her friends were like, "What?" I'm sorry. Take that. We can't take that out and post. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, you just like, said her. What you the hell? Yeah, yeah. You, you, I could probably go on and take it out, but you only said her first name, so it shouldn't be a big deal. You know, there 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 are people out there like, "What the hell? What is this garbage?" Uh, I, anyway, I'm sorry, Joe. For you, for, for for you, I will bleep that uh, since it's an easy time mark to know where we are right before name calling. So easy. Yeah. Thanks. So, no problem. Uh, and then people are going to be like, "What did he take out?" You don't know now because <laughs> you didn't listen live. <laughs> so, all you podcast listeners, I love you. <laughs> Um, so no, I, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm slagging podcast listeners all night tonight. I don't know why. I don't even know where it came from. It's just like, see, that's what you miss out on. No, I appreciate everybody listening every humanly way possible. It's, uh, uh, appreciated. But, uh, anyway, no, thank you for sharing that rain. But, uh, we do we need, do need to get rolling along here. We got, we got name calling to do. Might be a little thank difficult you. to do, might be thank a little you. difficult to do the, uh, the wacky names. But if you go ahead, it, well, Joe's reading names right now. Um, type in the name you want to be referred to as, and as Joe says your name, I'll I'll match it up, you know. So Joe, I'll I'll do my best if somebody has uh, uh one of their fun name generator names. Okay. I'll go slow. Okay. Hey, Joe. Go to Scrant with me. The place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. You have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your ride. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, Joe. Let's, uh, you All know. All right. Let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. Okay. Well... We're going to start with Adam Hebert. Yes. and uh, Well, you know, I, what I could do, mm-hmm. it, for people whose first and last names I know, I know he, he had, uh, oh, he had a pretty cool, he was Commander Blaster from Mad Max. Okay. Mad Max. Commander Blaster yes. is with us tonight. Okay. There we go. Uh, Bobber DC. So Bobber, well, we'll give him um, uh, his snowman name, which is, uh, um, God, I forgot his last name all of a sudden. Uh, (laughs) Okay, R. (laughs) Oh, no, what's his zodiac sign, Rain? What what year, what month was he? um, 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 He's in Aries. What month, what month is it? April. 
April. Okay, so his is uh, Eve McIcicles. Here we go. Ooh. All right. Hello. Okay. Well, he's he's with us, uh, Mr. McIcicles. Um, oh, and just popped up, Belua. Hi, Belua. Oh, Belua. just joined. Nice, Belua. I can guarantee Belua's uh, ba- Batman name is Batman. Okay, Batman. <laughs> uh, then we have Francie. Uh, and of course, uh, Francie's reindeer name, I think, is the one that she liked. Is uh, let me see. Oh, uh, uh, oh, um, it's Zip uh, Hoovington. Zip Hoovington. There you go. Zip Hoovington. Of the Connecticut Hoovington. Oh, she wants to be Sweetie McGlisten. That's right. That's her snow. Oh, Sweetie McGlisten. Okay. Yes. Okay. Who's doing a one-act show off Broadway? Yes. Okay. Uh, Heather. Uh, yeah. Her. Um. Man, I forget her last name. I think I know it. I'll give her Mad Max name. Oh yeah, her her Mad Max name was Gas. Uh, was gas Gas Blaster. Yeah, Gas, gas Blaster. blaster. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> otherwise known as uh, Mitch McConnell. Um, <laughs> oh no. Let's see. Jay Collie. Uh oh man, I don't remember um, Jay Collie's in this. We'll just go with JC. Uh, Feral Cutter. There you go. Feral. From Mad Max. All right. Then uh, Cat. Cat. Oh, Cat's easy because her, her first initial is a lot like mine. We'll go with her turkey name, which is uh, Roasted uh, Corn. There you go. Roasted Corn. Okay. Yeah. I love roasted oh, corn. Heather likes Cookie McSparkle, too. Trojan Rabbit likes fresh potato. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. We have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. His Batman name is also Batman. Batman. Yeah. Uh, so. Living on Long Island. Um, living, I can't remember what Living had for any of their names, but uh, we'll just go with, uh, we'll go with LL, Living Long Island, uh, for turkey name, uh, Pickled Nuts. <laughs> Pickle balls, which also Pickle was Brett balls. Kavanaugh's name in high school. <laughs> Pickle balls. Yeah. Uh, okay, we have uh, Michelle. Uh, we can do her He-Man name. She is. Uh, oh, I forget her, the, her month she was born, so I'm gonna have to do a different one. Um, we'll do her. Uh, we'll do her Mad Max name real quick. Uh, she, hers is uh, Max Claw. There you go. Oh, Max Claw. Okay, yeah. Moonmare. Moonmare had. She put one in. She said, "I'm." She said, "I'll go with Sparkle McSnowballs." She says, "I am not Juicy Squash." <laughs> <laughs> Sparkle McSnowballs. Okay. Yeah. President. Uh, we'll go with Prez Knit P N uh, on the Mad Max name generator. Uh, that is um, Wagon Man. <laughs> Wagon Man. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sandy and Derwood. 
Um, I forget Sandy's last name, so we'll go SD for her. We'll do uh, the turkey name, and that's uh, uh, Creamy Wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, we have a creamy wishbone. Okay, scooter cans. <laughs> uh, we'll go with uh, SC scooter cans on, uh, let me see, the um, snowman. SK. 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 Oh, yeah, SK. Uh, oh, hold on, let me let me fire up the music on scooter cans. Is uh, uh, Oh, no, no, I, I need a birth month for that. Never mind. Um, reindeer, reindeer name. SK is... Uh, Oh, that is Coco. Uh, wishes be. Coco wishes be. Coco wishes be. Well, dear. Hello. Coco wishes be, please. Yeah. Please make sure you get early <laughs> up in the morning so you can go to Cotillion. Oh yes. Oh yes. Okay, we have Theo J. Oh yeah, so we could give him his um. Uh, Mad Max name. We'll go with um, uh, Nuke Farmer. Nuke Farmer. Yeah. Sounds like a football player. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who else we have? Okay. Uh, we have Tim Coromel. Oh well, we we'll, we'll go back to his uh, his He-Man name uh, because that was pretty cool, as I recall. I believe. Oh, come on. Where are you? Where's the He-Man name generator? There it is, because uh, his birthday's April. So, oh, yeah, he's a trap neck. <laughs> wow. Trap neck. And finally, last but not least, Trojan Rabbit. Which, uh, yes, and actually his first name is Paul. And wait, wait, what was his? Uh, his was Fresh Potatoes? Yeah, Fresh, Fresh. Potatoes was his turkey name. So... <laughs> So, uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, a gentle lover. A gentle lover. <laughs> scooter cans. Coco wishes be. <laughs> scooter cans. Coco wishes be. Thus is so. Thus it is so. So, uh, there you go. Oh, look at that. Shit. That's we it. we went bonkers on... Uh, but uh, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll do one quick phone call before uh, we go to break. Let us know if you have any birthdays or anything. Uh, if you have a birthday, just call in and let us know. But go ahead, somebody call in now. Three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six, and I'll still take calls into the next uh, segment too. Uh, that'll give me. Uh, I'll read a couple more news stories because I'm saving the best news story for last. That'll the, you don't want to miss the last news story I have for tonight. Because you know you, you're going to take a real mind bending trip. Take a real mind bending trip on this story all right but anyway yeah call the show 330-536-1466 uh i have enough time to get somebody on the line for about two or three minutes before we get a break and then like i said anybody we'll open on the, the line l- come on call in no nobody's Please. called yet so um uh but in the interim while i'm waiting for a phone call i'll just give a quick uh news story uh this is from huffington post by david uh, moya um <laughs> i love this i love this criminals are so stupid <laughs> colorado thieves break into pot dispensary but only get oregano <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bastards oh 
So, so here we go. Stealing oregano from a marijuana dispensary is a dopey thing to do. But that's what a group of Colorado thieves allegedly did early Wednesday after crashing a stolen minivan into the glass at the front entrance of Native Roots, a Colorado Springs pot shop, police say. Uh, after the break-in uh, uh, with the van, several uh, accomplices entered the store from a different vehicle and carried out what they probably assumed were containers of marijuana, according to the Denver Post. The burglars loaded the loot into the getaway car and drove west, leaving the van behind. A police officer spotted the getaway car and tried to pull it over, according to reports. Instead, the fleeing driver hit the police cruiser and then sped away. They really wanted to hold on to that oregano, folks. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the cruiser sustained minor damage, but the thieves escaped. Although the suspects were still on the loose, they probably aren't high on the proceeds of their heist. Turns out the vials that may have looked like they contained marijuana were display items filled with oregano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can we dumb, give, Can we give the dispensary pigs. some credit for being like, yeah, anybody wants to come in here, it's too stupid. We're going to just put oregano out there. Well, I mean, they probably, by law, have to have the shit locked down because it still is, you know, it's a controlled substance, yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like, it would be like, um, it would be like uh, uh, CVS has a display window full of all kinds of, you know, opioids, you know. Oxycodone. Yeah, here's, you know. Or painkillers or whatever. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, here's just a big pile of, you know, codeine, you know? (laughs) You know? Are you guys that fucking stupid? You know? Uh, I mean, yeah. And the funny part about this is that, you know, people who smoke pot have been accused. And there's this whole memon idea that they're like, yo, dude, ho, 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 ho. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've lost my voice. But well, don't they make can... fun of don't make fun of pot people. No, people who want to steal pot. Yeah, <laughs> that's a dope. Smokers don't want to steal people's stuff. So you know, uh, but I'll tell you what, man. I got to tell you, you know, uh, th- they're talking about decriminalizing. You know, well, weed is going to be uh, pretty much legal here in Ohio shortly, uh, but they've pretty much decriminalized they don't arrest people for smoking pot man this city just smells like a skunk (laughs) people are smoking (laughs) pot everywhere in cleveland i don't know if you encountered it when you were here rain if you by taking the train and stuff but people just openly smoke at the bus stations and the train stations my neighbor across the street was working on his truck and i could smell his pot smoke in my backyard i thought there was a skunk that was like out before the sun went down (laughs) You know, I didn't. But, I I didn't. But yeah, it's it, it, and they're. I mean, they're smoking the crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just it's it's, it's, it, it's a lousy smell when you you bake it too. Let me tell you. Well, you know, it's okay. irritating I'm to me. Put this I out there. don't. What Jay, Jay Colley just said is hilarious. What's that? They smoked the they smoked the oregano and turned into Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, where did you get that idea? So the idea came from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Put it back in there because it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a clip for that. Uh, but no, seriously, I don't mind, uh, uh, you know, people smoking pot. And, you know, I've smoked it in the past. And, I, you know, not that long ago, you know, uh, I'm down with OPP. <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> um <laughs> 
Uh, but uh, and if anybody doesn't know that, if any squares out there don't know other people's pot, is what that means. <laughs> so, uh, Wait, um, what it was other people's penises? Yeah, oh, well, it could be that. Don't it could be that too. Oh um, no, I, I think it's other people's pot. Um, okay. If if not, I'm they wrong. Always seems to ruin it. But no. anyway, anyway, um, no, I don't mind it. But when it's in an enclosed area, like a bus stop or train station, you know, you know, train station, not really the bus stops. They're not really enclosed. But the train stations, when they're smoking inside, it's like, just fucking go around the, the corner of the building and do it because it fucking reeks. You know, it, it, it just it, it's I, you know, fine. You smoke it. That's great and everything. But just I, I don't like that super condensed smoked inside i don't like cigarette smoke inside and i'm a smoker you know i mean it's it's gross it, it just you know feels like it gets into your clothes and hair and everything and i don't like it so just fucking take it outside thick bags it lasts for a while you know <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not I like you got to do it every that. five seconds Although I think the guy working on his truck next door did it about every five seconds because it was just like a fucking green haze, man. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we're going to run to the break and hopefully uh, some people want to call in. Uh, but don't call in now. Give it a couple minutes. We'll be right back uh, with lots more. Well, one more hour of fun here on Turn Up the Night. So don't you go nowhere. We'll be right back. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. You believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking and It is midnight on a tropical island. A beautiful young girl's long hair streams against the coral reef. Her beautiful body is caressed by the tide. Suddenly, a decayed hand rises up as blood-drenched jaws move to bite her. The living dead walk again. Suddenly, they are decaying. They are missing from their graves. They live and hunger for your flesh. There is no place you can hide. Zombie, you are what they eat. No one under 17 will be admitted. The Teenage Psycho meets Bloody Mary, starring Cash Flag in bloody color. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an easy idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, welcome back to this freewheeling episode of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. And of course, if you feel like calling in, the number to call is 330-536-1466. 
Again, 330-536-1466. Welcome back to Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. And I really do hope people call me. Yeah. Come on. Uh, and, and hey, welcome Will in Chicago. Uh, he's usually an hour three joiner. Thanks for uh, popping in. We appreciate it. And uh, I said popping in, and I popped on my microphone. Uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Ooh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right. And uh, so uh, we're going to, uh, 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 you know, wait for people to call in. But I need people to call in so I can fill up Mad Libs. Because basically, well, I'm not. Yeah, come on, man. I'm not, not you. Yeah. When I say man, I mean man generally. Yeah. I'll, Listeners, no, no, call in. Last week, we had a discussion about people calling in. Yeah. So, um, I, come on, call in. Well, I'm going to read one quick story and hopefully somebody will call in, uh, whilst I'm doing so, um, uh, I'm going to keep, keep them short because I need to write down Mad Libs. And if people call in, you can talk to Joan rain and I can chime in here and there, but I'm not going to solicit for Mad Libs until we get a call because I don't have audio to play that, you know, cause other, cause I can't write down Mad Libs while I'm reading. Uh, but here we go. This is from the D daily mirror, the mirror co.uk i know it's a trash website but i found weird news that's all i was looking for uh by robin Derbyshire. Derbyshire. uh that's really? a british name. robin Derbyshire? robin with a y so that's a very british name oh um uh and this story is uh, again a halloween themed one it robin summers in the hamptons <laughs> yeah uh, beauty fans are painting their bums like Halloween pumpkins, and people don't know what to make of it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah. Lots of us like to dress up for Halloween uh, using face paint, whether it's just a, that's a witch or a ghost or even a cat. Makeup artists are getting ready for the spooky event by practicing some outrageous uh, pumpkin body art painting on people's bums. Butts. Yes, really. Uh, photos of bums dressed up like glittery pumpkins have been appearing on Instagram, and they're calling it the bumpkin. That's right, the bumpkin, everyone. Oh, and uh, <sighs> go get dear. go get glitter. Posted a snap of a bumpkin where the bottom is painted orange and smothered with glitter. Captioned twerk or treat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Francie, uh, welcome to the show. Are you going to paint your butt for Halloween? Oh, of course. Um, and please don't call me Francie. Call me Zip Hoovington. Zip Hoovington. Well, hello, Zip Hoovington. I'm sitting here sipping my uh, cocktail. And I just think it's horrible what's happening to those that poor white man uh, who wants yeah. to be on the court. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking what is this world coming I, I don't speaking, even understand. Speaking this poor uh, young man, Francie, hasn't even had due process. How can they be going after him in such yeah. a way? I, I know that my, know. my nephew... I can't even keep this well, up. Well, all right, all right, all right. All right. Real quick, real quick. Hold on one second. Yes. Ad Adam Hebert is also on the line. So we can let's get this conversation going. We'll talk about whatever you guys want to talk about, and I'll work on Mad Libs. All right. Hello. Hi, hi Adam. Oh, Hello. Oh. Mr. Adam Hebert, meet Ms. Hoovington. Mr. Hoovington to you. Oh, I'm Zip. 
<laughs> of the uh, of the I Delaware can't. Hovingtons, I presume. No, are, the are you there, Adam? Hovington. Oh. Hovington. All those Connecticut bastards. They're the black sheep of the Oh, well, I'm Zip, and I'm the black sheep of my family, because I drink beer. Adam, what is your name? Yeah. What name am I supposed to be using? Pick one. What was that? Pick one. We're going to white man's name. Commander Blaster? Oh, there you go. Commander Blaster. No, it's the Blaster. Oh, see, I thought we were using a different, a new generator that Kenny dug up. I don't know which generator the Hovington was. No, oh, it, reindeer. Yeah, the reindeer. No, it's just any yeah, any of the generators that I that I mentioned. Yeah. You, yeah. Good goodness, people! Just Adam, you're a blaster. Or a Hovington. We don't care. Are, okay. We don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Adam. Adam, Mister Adam. Adam of the Blaster family. The Blaster oh. family. That's yes, the Colorado, the very, Colorado blaster. The Colorado, oh, Colorado blaster. I come from a very long, prominent line of blasters. Yes, <laughs> the the Colorado blasters who made their fortune on display oregano for marijuana dispensaries. <laughs> <laughs> that was precious. But um, oh. I just I figure while Kenny is doing Mad Libs, I'd share some some very important news with Joe. Yes. Uh-oh. Okay. Why? Um, because because you know that uh, next week is the premiere of the next series of Doctor Who. Yes. And you're a huge Doctor Who fan. I am. And so there's going to be a worldwide simulcast event on BBC America at 12.45 Eastern Sunday afternoon. I, re- I saw that. Cool. Oh, well, darn. I, I was hoping to, like, you know, to break it for you. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, my, my wife's on top of this stuff, you know, Adam. Oh. She mm-hmm. she you jumped guys. all over it. She said, look at that. It's going to be a simulcast. Well, Worldwide. Do you, know, do you know that it was going to be hosted by the Whovingtons? <laughs> the who- <laughs> the, who- the Hamptons. Yeah. With- Not the uh, Delawarean Whovingtons. We, we also... The well, the New York... Ha- the New York Hoovingtons. Yes. Well, we Dr. we all who Hoovingtons of the Hamptons. We also right. have a, a, well, an important safety. From I'm, oh, sorry. We, we have an important safety uh, announcement from Scooter Cans in the chat. Uh, the, okay. You know, uh, it says warning: Do not Google pumpkin butt images. Uh oh. Yeah. Don't They're put beans. They're probably nasty. <laughs> so now oh, people are going to be going to to download to look up to, to Google pumpkin so. butt. Right now, I am Googling pumpkin butt images. Let's see what I get. <laughs> oh, my God. Pumpkin butt images. Really, Uh-oh. Joe? Yeah, really. You don't have a safety <laughs> mechanism on your... What? I have no sacred... No. Oh, my God. Oh, you see, Joe? Hey. You see? Oh, uh, there. Oh, it's, it's wrong. Damage. Well... It's uh, it's wrong. What real oh, real? There's oh. one with my name on it, Joe the Plumber. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and it has a plumber's crack. It has a a pumpkin with a plumber's crack. There you go. There it is. Uh, uh, Francie, Francie, while I have you on the phone, can I get a noun from you? Uh, sure. Pumpkin. <laughs> That's already been used. Oh, um. Uh, Don't let me down, ghost. Francie. Ghost. Okay, uh, Adam, one from you. 
Uh, one noun. A noun. Yeah. Uh, rat. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. Please continue talking about the pumpkin butt Google search. Oh my well, god! Well, I'm gonna. I don't even want to how could you do that? You know if you say, don't Google this. And he's going to Google it. That's like, it's like, like telling a kid. I'm actually kind of shocked that Joe doesn't have a safe, you know, the safe search. Well, I, I turned like, that off. I turned yeah, that off. There it is. There you go. Joe the plumber, plumber butt. Rob, Rob, when he was on the show, would say, don't Google pink socks. It's like, Rob, why do you say that? You know people are going to Google pink socks. If you tell me don't do oh something. Oh my god! It, but, I'm looking at it. That's an actual but, pumpkin. I have. Oh you like it? It's an ass. It's it's a plumber butt. It's it's what's his name's ass? Trump. Trump. Orange ass. But if if you tell me to do something, not to do something, Adam, I automatically I know. do it. It's just yes. It's it's a side effect of being in Catholic school all my life. Yep. Sure. I resent. Now I resent uh, all authority. Yes. That's like the the way I was raised too, Joe. Don't do it. And guess what? Do it. (laughs) Right. Right. Okay. Isn't that the biggest problem with um, Kavanaugh? What's that? Well. He was told not to do it. I don't know. I think his problem is, is more. I have my limitations. I, I you know, I like know that you right. do. Like I know if that. I don't jump off a bridge. I, I right. <laughs> and know. don't hurt anybody else. But know? I mean, looking up plumber butt, mm. pumpkins. Yeah, well, plumber butt, pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I could do that. Mm. Yeah. Just like when <laughs> the Tim Tim Cor- Tim Coromel says, I turned that safe search shit off. <laughs> 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 Honey Badger Tim don't Please. give a shit. <laughs> Why would you want safe search? Well, if you had kids, you had children. I don't, you know. That was... How would they learn about the, the world if they if they're going to be? Safe? They don't need to learn about. Honey Badger don't give a shit. <laughs> so <laughs> they also oh. don't need to learn about Devil's Triangle. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they should That's learn that true. in school. Work. Or or boofing. No, or they should boofing. learn that in school. Where it belongs. Well, evidently, yes. Kavanaugh did. school where it belongs. God damn it. I never heard of these things. And, you know, I'm old. I well, heard some wait, things just, in my age days. I did, Francie. I did hear you about did? these things. Yes, I See, did. I guess that was like, what, the 80s? Yes. Okay. I see. I'm missing a few years in the '80s, like 1983, '84. Wow. <laughs> I don't no, I'm I'm telling you. No, all of those things we knew about in the '80s. Right. And and the fact that one man named Brent Kavanaugh or yeah. Bart O'Kavanaugh. Do you know that was his tried. nickname in school? Yeah. His real what? Nickname. That was his real nickname. Really? What? Bart. Bart. Bart? Wow. They used to call him Bart because uh, barf. Uh, apparently. No, barf. No, no, it was barf. A teacher. Oh, like puke? No. Bart. B A R T. T. Oh. Because a teacher evidently slaughtered his name once in class and all, all his friends nicknamed him Bart. Oh, because his name's Brett. Mm. Yes. 
Oh. Yeah. The, thing, oh. the thing that pisses me off about all of this is that one certain man who is now a Supreme Court nominee is trying to redefine everything in the 80s. You know, that right. ralphing oh. was about uh, a sensitive oh. tummy. Oh, hang on, hang on one second, because I gotta, I gotta correct people in the chat room right now. Because Bay Lewis says, "Isn't the Devil's Triangle drinking game?" And Heather says, "Yes, no, it is not. That is no, two men. That is no, two men no. having sex with one woman. One woman. That is Devil's yeah. Triangle. See, without I, making see, eye contact. That. Without I making eye 60s. contact. Wait, mm-hmm. I may, I missed the um, free love in sixties. I was too young, and then I missed the Devil's Triangle because I was." <laughs> yeah, he mischaracterized Devil's Triangle huh? as a drinking game. Uh, no, I know, I know that that it's not a drinking game because I played drinking games and we never played that. No, spin the bottle was about as. I wild play. I that, played right? quarters. I played quarters. Um, yeah, you know, I've I done played the hairy cap. You know, that's the only the hairy cap in your beer. Yeah, that that's Wait, the. That, guess, that's the only. The point I'm trying to make is that this yeah. guy is trying to redefine every single right. drinking game in mm-hmm. the right. '80s. And no, right. no, the Devil's oh. <laughs> Triangle was not a drinking game. Bay, was, Bay oh, Lewis, oh, hold on, hold on. Credit to Bay, credit to Bay Lewis. He says, "I know that I was being facetious." So, okay. Oh, all right. Thank- but we, I know what Ralphing is. I knew Ralphing is barfing. Yeah. growing up. Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, boofing is is letting out gas, isn't it? Yeah, no. let's go with that, Joe. <laughs> yeah, let's no. go with that. That's yeah, I thought it was no like joke. goofing. That's what he that's, went with. That's the drinking well, liquor with your goofing. pumpkin butt. Fighting. Uh, Here's the thing. You know, what pisses me off is that, <clears throat> no, boofing. Boofing is boofing. a bad thing. Yes. And, and, and people like Brett Kavanaugh talked about women. They, they said, I'd like to boof her as opposed to I'd like to boof with her. Yeah, well, he got. He was also part of some nasty, you know, club when he was at Yale. Yeah, I'm not even going to say it. You know, we're talking about politics TV. way too much right now. Oh, okay. Let's go yeah. back to fun. I, are we talking Funkin'. about politics? I, I don't okay. know. I'm sorry, well, man. unfortunately, the politics of today are to, are uh, just talking about what asshole frat boys do. So, um, yeah. you know, which yeah. which sucks. Douchebaggery. Yeah. Uh, I do have one. Uh, th- let, let's see if this will spark a little conversation. Uh, a real quick story. Real quick. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, another butt-related story for everybody. This is the butt news segment <laughs> for everybody. Really not helping, Ken. Um, this is this is less what goes on a butt and more what comes out. Uh, <laughs> oh, can we call that this a Brett Kavanaugh? Is, this is also well, sure. We call it a call it a uh, yeah a Bart. What comes out? Oh, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. I'm going to go take a oh. wicked Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, there oh you go. God, All right. So also from, also from the mirror, woman attempting, okay. uh, and this is from Jessica Cripps, uh, woman attempting spicy food challenge ends up in hospital for four days bleeding from her backside. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, no. So... A, a woman, a woman who tried a spicy food challenge and ended up in the hospital for four days, four days bleeding from the bum, has vowed to do oh. it again. She's vowed to do it again. Everybody, uh, Shannon Golding was rushed to the hospital for pooing blood a day after chomping down the infamous uh, Samyang hot chicken flavor cup ramen as part of a viral spicy ramen challenge. 
Her doctors put oh put her on an IV drip before a colonoscopy revealed that she had the early stages of inflammatory bowel disease (IBD), likely <gasps> likely oh to be likely to be Crohn's disease, which is not good. Uh, but no. so so the whole thing here is, she said, "I'm going to do this again." If you have Crohn's disease, if you have Crohn's disease, don't ex- exasperate that. That's insane. I, I I had a friend who died from Crohn's disease. It was horrible. So. Oh my God! Oh, I'm sorry about stupid. that. Yeah. That is stupid. She's not a very bright person. No. No. Why? I don't get that at all. So anyway, that story was oh, a little darker than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> So, so, what's that? The Tide Pod Challenge. I didn't get that either. Oh, I thought you were talking about the. I thought you were talking about the camp, the the fire pit tripods again. I I thought you said we're talking no, about tripods. Talking about Tide Pods. No, eating eating things that you're not supposed yeah. to fucking eat. Well, tide and you know, in in John Kendall just uh, sent me a story about this this rapper named Little Zan. Little X A N, Lil Lil. There's all these rappers with Lil in their name. Lil Zan right. was sent to the hospital for eating too many spicy Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know you can get. Oh my god! Was he, Never mind. Was he, no, was he damn it. Them? Uh, if he was or boofing maybe he them, just wanted to be a member of the Ralph Club. Oh wow! Oh gross! <laughs> oh. That's nasty. No, the Ralph Club, according to Brett Kavanaugh, was because he had a very sensitive stomach. Oh, yeah. He ate too many spicy foods. Oh, Oh, that's right. At the beach. At the beach. At the beach. Thank you. Yes. Spicy meatballs. Spicy meatballs. I have it on good authority. I I have it on good authority that he he shoved vodka bottles up his big, dirty asshole. But, 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 Trump Trump uses it like a prophylactic. He just shoves ISIS up his big, dirty asshole. (laughs) I'm going with Ralph Club. I I finally figured out what my father meant by your ass is sucking beer bottles. Boofing. Oh, there you go. Oh, we lost Ray. Because my father to... used to say that, and I never knew what he meant. I guess that's what they used to call it in the 40s. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> so. Beer <laughs> 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 uh, say, like you're full of shit, he'd say your ass is sucking beer bottles. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh, so I guess back in the day... Boys did stupid shit. Yeah. Well, uh, we we got we got to we got to we got to start uh, wrapping it up to go to the break because I got the the monumental news story of tonight's show to to report on uh, when we come back. But Francie, go go ahead. Susan got your address and she got an envelope for Alice. Alice should be on the way this week, so I hope you're pleased with your Alice Migo figure. She's pretty awesome. Oh yeah, cool, awesome sauce. Uh, Thank you. Again, for being a dedicated caller to the program. Uh, but, yeah, so what else What else you got for us before we let you go, Francie? Well, I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. nothing. I had fun, though. It was fun to laugh, you know, because oh, yeah. the past couple of weeks have been heavy. Oh, yeah. We, we need this heavy. for our mental health. We need to so. laugh. Yeah. yeah, have to. Or, you know, can't can't maintain this. You know, can't keep carrying it. True. True. You know the old bullshit, but uh-huh. now I'm All gonna right. look at the plumber's cracks. 
There you go. Go go do go to a Goo Goo Church. Goo Goo Church. Yeah. So you know. Go do a Goo Goo Church. You're going surfing on the internet. Yes. Woo! Thank you for taking my call. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Bye, Francie. Love you too. Bye bye. All right. Have a good one. Uh, Adam. All right. Uh, passing off to you. We gotta we gotta let you go before we uh, hit the break. What's up? Uh, well, uh, just a reminder to everyone, because we did break this on Saturday, but uh, Season 12 of Mystery Science Theater drops on the single most appropriate day for a TV series involving bad movies. That is Thursday, November 22nd, a.k.a. Thanksgiving, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Turkey Day. Nice. I love it. Everybody remember your turkey what? names. Um, I'll have to look that one up. I don't remember my turkey name, but no, I'm serious. As I mentioned before, I'm seriously excited about this. Um, unfortunately it means there's probably gonna be no Turkey Day marathon this year, which is kind of a bummer. I always enjoyed that. Can you know that? I was live tweeting every episode. We'll see. I don't see why they couldn't do both. I, uh, you know, I don't know why one would negate the other. That's true, but it would also be competing against itself. Nah. Maybe, but don't you think MST3K fans would probably just want it all on that day? <laughs> watch the episode oh, yeah, and then yeah. watch the episode and then go yeah, to the get, marathon. Get up. Yeah, you just get up at like six in the morning, watch the twelve, uh, watch the six episodes of the new season, then watch the marathon. Yeah, that's doable. Yeah, yeah. Why not making it a, a, a true marathon? We'll see. So uh, anyway, all right. Well, Adam, uh, thanks for calling, uh, and I'm looking forward to this Saturday's Mike Check Radio, where we're going to get to hear your interviews from AWA. Correct? Uh, I will try and have one of the interviews ready to go. Yes. Unfortunately, uh, uh, I'm. St- I, I did share the Steve Bloom interview with the with the Bloom Bucks community um so i think that'll probably be the one i run first since i told him don't share the link until after i've run it on you know yeah so well uh, but, uh yeah, if I, we, I i might be able to help a little bit if you want uh help chopping things up because i know i chopped up some of the last interviews yes you did you did a great job with that i, I do appreciate it and uh yeah I'll, I'll be in touch all right we'll talk to you soon buddy Okay, have a good night, everyone. Right. Bye. Bye-bye, Adam. Bye-bye. Good night, Bye. Adam. Okay, it is time. It is time to go to break. I cannot wait to read you the best story I found for tonight's show. I, I might have another one or two, but I've saved the absolute best for the for the absolute last. And then I've got two Mad Libs from a, a, a very, um, well, I, I won't tell you what the Mad Libs book is, but it's kind of appropriate. So we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break and come back. And the dynamic trio, the triumphant trio, me, Rain, and Joe, will be right back with uh, uh, more fun to wrap up this uh, freewheeling Turn Up the Night Tuesday edition. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax, I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun.
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back to the show, everybody. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. 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 Everything is awesome. Everything is great. When you work as a part of a team. Yes. And <laughs> Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, very good. I posted a uh, a story in in the chat, not to throw a wet blanket on the night, but yeah, I saw that. The man. No, it's not a wet blanket, and I know here. Can I can I just jump in? I know that Ken and and you, Joe, are just you're overwhelmed, and I am overwhelmed too. But this shit is ridiculous. This is really hard. It's well, really, for people, really hard for, for women people, to deal with. For people who aren't in the chat room right now, we should probably say what the story is. Joe, what... what? I'm sorry. What is it that we're reacting to here? Trump is at a rally right now at, in Mississippi, and he mocked Dr. Ford for not knowing where how she got home the night of her attempted rape because she only had one beer. Okay, I want to. I want to. I agree with Moonmare. 
What a monumental fucking asshole. I want to say yes. uh, I want to say two things, two things about that. Trump doesn't drink. So how the fuck does he understand that at all? Secondly, 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 one drank. Secondly, one beer for a 14 or 15 year old girl who's never drank or even if she has drank before will fuck you up. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. You dumb piece of shit. It's fucking happened. There have been girls that I've seen at parties who had a single fucking beer and they were wasted. Wasted. And guys. You remember I told you the story about the the guy that was in a band uh, with me uh, and he had the blackouts and we showed him the videotape or my old band member showed him the videotape and everything. That guy would get that way after six beers and he was in his fucking 30s. Yep. So, you know. I just, I feel like we're entering a really strange place because earlier today, Trump actually said that, you know, he is really concerned for the young men in this country, that they can be accused of rape. Yeah. It's nonsense. It, it's, I've it's, never it's been accused of bullshit. rape. Well, because you're not a rapist. That's bingo. Right. It's, it's pretty simple. <laughs> Ditto and bingo. So... Anyway, yeah, so so that that is utter bullshit. He's talking about yeah, he probably has drank before, but he's he's saying that as a non-drinker. So I I've even now in my 40s, if I don't have food in my stomach and I have one beer, um and if I drink it quick enough, it, you know, it doesn't happen often, but I've uh, you know, a while ago, um I had a I was like, "Oh god, I would love to have a beer, you know, and and I had an empty stomach." I had a beer, and I was so fucking dizzy, I thought I was going to fall over. You know what, Ken? I, I, I want to say this, and I, I mean this. We just kind of joked about it a few moments ago. You're not a rapist. You yes. could probably be, like, passing out drunk, and I don't think that you would even think for one moment to treat a woman badly. No, no. I mean, and, there, and so there have been, you know, the I've got. Is, it's not about the drinking. It's about the yeah. mindset of stupid, misogynist men yeah. who get drunk and think they can treat women any way they want. Mm-hmm. And Trump is no different than any of them. No. No, really you're, you're right. You're right. But we, we don't have a ton of time. But the, the, I mean, for, for him to fucking speak on that, one beer mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. didn't know. Seriously, I have seen girls. When I was a teenager, when we were underage drinking, um, and they lost, you know, they they lost all sense of where they were and what was going on. And for him to fucking make that bullshit remark about again, she, what did she probably weigh at the time? Ninety pounds, you know, probably maybe. And God, God only knows what Kavanaugh put in the beer. You know, what you know? What, what if Kavanaugh gave her the beer and it had something in it? We know that he, you know, the, the, there's there are stories swirling around about this. Not about Bla- Christine Blasey Ford. Not about Doctor Ford. Mm-hmm. She's not known for for you know spiking drinks or or raping people. 
I think we're missing a big point here. Uh, just like Trump, <laughs> I don't want to get in the weeds here, but it was explained in detail how victims of trauma remember or memorialize only certain aspects of the trauma yes mm-hmm. and forget a lot of the other aspects it may have nothing to it has nothing to do with beer alcohol consumption it has to do with trauma which yes. she had just experienced and the and she as she said what was stored in her hippocampus was the mm-hmm. laughter the people in the room not the layout of the house not how she got home or got there so he's missing the whole fucking point yeah yeah, I mean, but, it wasn't but, beer. She wasn't because she was intoxicated. No, and she didn't make, and she did not make that claim. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But you know, I just want to say for him to speak on that with such a level of ignorance, mocking the fact that oh, she only had one beer and she was a, she was a child. <clears throat> you know, here's the thing: it's so, not ignorance. It's it's not necessarily it's willful ignorance. willful it's ignorance. His, Thank you. Yes, it's willful ignorance. It's it's his. It's sexism and it's 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 patriarchy. I yeah. swear to God, yeah, I don't absolutely. Use that word all the time, but I'm telling Straight you, right? White male privilege. Yes. But we've uh, all had traumas. We've been in car accidents and things like that, or you know, had traumatic things happen to us. And what do you remember of those things? The trauma. You know, the yeah. trauma. You don't remember where you were going, what you were thinking, uh, yeah. who was with you. You remember the trauma. Yeah. You know? And, and, and you know, and, for him to go up there and just misrepresent the whole idea of trauma victims in general and rape victims particularly... I mean, he he really he he really has no bottom. This man. No. Oh, no, he, he he does, doesn't. and you could probably paint it like a pumpkin, and it would be the great pumpkin. <laughs> uh, but uh, the great uh, cottage cheese orange ass of the century. Oh. Uh, but oh. anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. We we got right. we, we're running out of time, and yeah, I I want to I, I got two stories two stories here I want to get to. And this one, I think, actually <laughs> will uh, be appreciated by the women who are listening to the show tonight. Um, it's, uh, again, another story from The Mirror. Uh, this is by Nicola Oakley. Uh, giant wedding photo found stuffed in bin with groom's face and crotch slashed. <laughs> So, uh, uh, they're meant to be photos you treasure forever, and people pay an absolute fortune for wedding snaps. But it seems one couple didn't want to keep their huge canvas photos from their big day and chuck them in a bin. Stranger still, the one photograph had been slashed. A passerby was shocked to find giant wedding snaps in a public bin uh, in South Wales, uh, Australia. He posted a video on Instagram, and... uh, uh, (laughs) And the cameraman can be, be uh, the the cameraman can be heard saying the these blank ain't loyal as he films. So, <laughs> so basically, this this was a cheater, and uh, the wife took the photo and slashed up the face and the crotch. And um, it says uh, one one uh, 
on one canvas the photograph of the couple smiling with the woman wearing a nice pink dress the man in the picture however does not uh, does not look so great because his face has been completely slashed unfortunately his crotch has suffered the same fate so um so there you go ladies there's one for you that's not the best story we have but i thought it was i thought it was kind of funny that you know it's a giant photograph and somebody was just like you know th- this woman was just like fuck it the world can see you in the trash with your face and your dick slashed up good for you amen to you so uh amen amen photo amen. slasher um but okay so this though this though is the story i i, I want to read to everybody and it's an ohio story everyone so it's near and near and dear to me from UPI by Ben Hooper. The headline's a little misleading, but I'll say this dead body on Ohio road turns out to be a mannequin. Well, <laughs> let's read into this a little further. September 28th, police in Ohio said a reported dead body spotted at the side of the road was found by the coroner to be a realistic mannequin. All right, now you see how the stories change a little bit. Not just a mannequin, a realistic mannequin. Calarian Township Police uh, uh, said officers responded Thursday to a report of a body on the side of the road outside a nature preserve in Hamilton County. The body had been spotted wrapped in a garbage bag by county engineers, police said. Police located the body, but it wasn't until the coroner arrived that they discovered the body was a dummy. Calarian Police Chief Mark Denny said the mannequin appeared to be a realistic sex doll. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That so. Was, oh. So somebody somebody murdered their 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 real doll and threw it out in a garbage bag. <laughs> Any thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, the headline is so misleading. Oh, it's a mannequin. That's not a fucking mannequin. That's a, a sex, sex doll. doll. Sex doll. And, and mannequin? the chief. Can you reread the part about the chief? Uh, sure, sure. It says, Calarian, finding it. Calarian, Calarian Police Chief Mark Denny said the mannequin appeared to be a realistic sex doll. Oh, there's okay. a there's a hyperlink here. I'm gonna click on it. it be, uh, the realistic sex doll has a hyperlink on it. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh, okay. There's a photograph of it. <laughs> uh, I just want to know how did the chief know that? But the hyperlink might give him cover. Uh, it looks fake as fuck. <laughs> I mean, uh, but yeah, there we go. Um. As the coroner went to pick up the body, they realized it wasn't human. What they found was wow. a sex doll. <laughs> Thank God for science, huh? Or, or I don't know, eyeballs. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm looking at this thing and I'm thinking, um, you better go back to forensics class. Yeah, because that's one. That's that's one bad case of rigor mortis if that's a real humans. <laughs> Wow. What do we call it? Peronis? Peronis stiffness. That's a real stiff there on the side of the road. Are you kidding me? 
Come on, Ohio. You can do better. Uh, sorry, Ken. No, no. Uh, we can. Oh, shit. Shit, we can do so much better. But yeah, sex dolls, you know. Hey, you don't want your sex doll in Ohio? Let's throw it out like you do your sofa along the highway. <laughs> I wonder if there was any DNA evidence on it. Oh, uh, God. So they really? could trace it back. Uh, really? Uh, uh, Ooh, no, no, you don't want to trace it back. <laughs> I might want to see if it's my neighbor or something. I'd be worried. It's it's Ohio. It's not Scranton. Oh, uh, you don't know how far people would go to cover up their proclivities. Their sex doll crimes? Ohio is, is not, <laughs> believe me, Ohio is not that far. You From know. Scranton, it is. What you know? You're, you're five Eastern hours, Pennsylvania. I know deal. where you that live. Far. If you're covering, if 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 you don't want your wife to find out about your sex doll, five hours is not a long way to drive. Oh, I want to know See, how many. I have less faith in men right now than ever before. Uh, I I just want to know how many food stamps did that hillbilly sell, uh, <laughs> to be able to afford a fucking sex doll. <laughs> Well, doesn't look that realistic, really. It looks like an oversized Barbie doll. All right, Ken, can I ask you something? Sure. How many? All right, if that doesn't look realistic, mm-hmm. do you know realistic sex dolls? Oh yeah, have you ever seen the movie Lars and the Real Doll with um uh what's his name oh. Ryan Gosling? I knew I was gonna get it when I asked for it. No, I haven't. It's a great, it's a great movie. It, it, I think it won a, a Golden Globes or something. I don't know, but uh, no, Lars and the Real Doll. Uh, it's a, it's a great movie. It's, it's depressing as fuck. But um, yeah, you know, he, he, um, this guy, he like introduces his family to this sex doll he orders, and he's like, <laughs> and and he, he's just acting like she's a real person, and you know, puts her in a wheelchair and pushes her around and. Um, it's, it's a fascinating oh. film. It's a fascinating film. So, oh. and I, there was a documentary, there's a documentary I watched on, um, Netflix, I think, um, about, uh, people trying to build sex robots. Um, oh my God. Yeah. And Lars and the real girl was La- a, yeah, an Academy Award nomination. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Oh. It, it's a, it's a good movie. It's depressing as all get out, but it's a good Best movie. Best screenplay. Wow. Yeah. So, and you know, I've seen news stories on it. They show those things all the time and they just look like creepy realistic corpses, you know. Uh but that one that one did not look but, you know, that realistic. Um but anyway, um okay. yeah, but yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them. I don't Thank own Thank you for answering my question. I don't own one question. if that's your question. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I've, I've seen them. It's, it's fascinating to me that people would, you know, I mean, that's like for the incel, you know, dream, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's fascinating, you know, and I, again, I don't want to king shame. If you want to fuck a big doll, fuck a big doll, go ahead. But you know, they're, they, and they, they make them like creepily realistic. Um, you know, and again, I'm sorry I'm calling inanimate objects creepy, but people call clowns creepy, and people have clown sex, so who, I'm not kink-shaming who calls, anybody. Who calls clowns creepy? I want to know. I want names. You know. 
So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's that. That was the big earth-shattering story. Yeah, dead body turns out to be a sex doll in Ohio, uh, oh. and uh, yeah. So uh, here we go, uh, Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. Okay, fortunately, our chat room came through for us. We don't have a lot to fill out here. Uh, but, Joe, oh, I could use an adverb, sir. Uh, newly. All right. Um, and, Rain, um, an adjective beginning with E. Exceptional. Okay, and Joe, an adjective beginning with P. Plump. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry, a noun beginning with P. I'm sorry, I, I screwed that up. Plum. Yes! Plum. <laughs> okay, uh, rain. Uh, okay. Rain, an adjective. Oh God, I hate adjectives. Um, it's the last thing you have to do. Um, I came up with exceptional, so fantastical. Uh, fantastic would be. Uh, okay, see, y'all know I hate adjectives. I, I know it's word. fine. It's fine. Uh, Joe, uh, last thing, another adjective. Um. Uh, let's see. Another adjective. Uh, sparkling. Okay, I think we already have sparkly, but I'll allow it. Sparkling is good. All right, here we go. These are two Mad Libs from because it's October, Night of the Living Mad Libs. All right. All right, so the first one is how to spell ESP. These days, many fantastic scientists are studying ESP. The initials ESP stand for Exceptional Sensory Plum. Some people believe yeah. if you if you have yeah. ESP, you can read people's hats. You can predict the pickle you can predict pickle quakes. <laughs> you can predict pickle quakes and you can even forecast the rise and fall of the prices on the money market. <laughs> that actually worked out. Money was the noun that somebody gave me. Um, others feel that this dirty ability allows you to warn people when their ghosts are in danger. Firm believers in ESP say you can tell a person uh, you can tell if a person is going to win a large sum of spice butt in the mutinous lottery. Warning! Wow! Warning! It may be best not to tell your friends or your rats you have ESP. They may think you're a sparkling kook. There you go. All right, so uh, I saved this one for last. This one is a spooky, scary, slimy story. It was a dark and sleazy night. 
<laughs> that describes every evening at the White House now. It was a dark and sleazy night. It was a dark and sleazy night. The wind was boofing through the trees and off in the distance. <laughs> the wolves were howling at the penis. Ooh. Don't say penis in this house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm looking for my wolf howl, because, uh, you know. Oh. Yeah. Don't say penis in this house! I wanted to get home as fast as my reindeer could carry me. My crack was pounding, and my breath was coming in sparkly gasps. Suddenly... I felt this, uh, the silly hand of a gerbil touch my neck. <laughs> and I screamed newly. The monster lifted me off the mummy and threw me onto the slimy ground. Then, Ooh, then with his he seedy... hard. Yeah, he did. Wow. You okay, bro? Uh... <laughs> Then, with his seedy hands, he tried to puke the zombie out of me. I screamed so loudly, I woke up every pumpkin butt in the forest. My scream awakened me, too. I was having a lecherous nightmare. There you go. So, I like silly hand of a gerbil. The silly hand of a gerbil is going to be the night's, uh, the, the name of the show tonight, I believe. It's either going to be the silly hand of a gerbil, or you can predict pickle quakes. Vote now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think the silly hand of a gerbil is, is the way to go for a show. So, uh, Joe, if, you, if you're not going to bed uh, soon, you can Photoshop a hand on a gerbil. A silly hand. So, uh, <laughs> no pressure. A silly hand of a gerbil? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Um, or a pickle quake, a, whichever one you think is easier to do. A pickle uh, what? <laughs> pickle quake. A pickle quake. <laughs> I, I think, think the silly hand of a gerbil would be easier. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. So, anyway, there we go. Uh, and, and Adam Hebert says, silly band of the gerbil is my next band name. That would also be your first band name, Adam. But I say rocket, you turkey. <laughs> so... Uh, but anyway, all right, it is time to wrap up the show. Uh, Rain, what do you got on the way out for us? I, the only thing I got is just believe women. Believe women. Absolutely. Anything else? That's it. No, that really is it. Okay. So. I appreciate that. Straight to the point, important. Uh, Joe, uh, what do you got, so, sir? So, Alex Trebek... <laughs> Moderated the gubernatorial, the gubernatorial, Pennsylvania gubernatorial debate in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and went into some screed about. He made a joke. He said that the Pennsylvania legislature was uh, less popular, had an approval rating uh, lower than the Catholic Church. And um, he got booed. <laughs> and then he went on to tell the strange story of that when he was a young teenager, he attended boarding, Catholic boarding school. Uh, and he spent, he 
was 24-7 with 44 priests and never raped. Oh, my God. And everybody's, and everybody's yes. asking, okay, and what does this have to do with the freaking debate? And Thank you. <laughs> can we hear from the candidates? But apparently he used up the entire, almost the entire debate, talking about his, that he wasn't raped by 44 priests that he lived with for three years. Do you think yes. when he shaved off the mustache, part of his brain came off with it? I don't know what he was thinking. I, I know that one person, one journalist tweeted, uh, you know, lousy de debate moderators for a thousand. <laughs> I got, I got a, a, I got a Jeopardy question. Well, Jeopardy uh, thing here. Um, Category. Alex Trebek, as a moderator, in the uh, answer in the form of a question. What is wrong with you? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so, Joe, if if you can he, put put the Waypo link in there, that yeah, uh, it, it's it's it was absolutely <laughs> out of this world, and you know, like what the fuck, like what are you doing? Like this is supposed to be a debate, and then then he went on to to uh, opine on what he thought about the exit tax for the oil. Uh, well driller the uh, gas drillers here in Pennsylvania yeah. and God. what he thought and then he went on to opine about how we shortchanged our uh, education system now don't get me wrong on those issues he has the right position but I don't care because he, he doesn't a he, he's, he's, not, he's not fucking running for governor that's it I, <laughs> you know seriously I read about this article Joe he was supposed to be the moderator of a debate right <laughs> And he became a participant. That's insane. Yeah. All right. Well, and so that's. I mean, so Trebek, no, no more debating, uh, moderating. Uh, and and Joe, can you can you tell us what to expect from uh, uh, the Tim Carmel show tonight? Tonight, uh, yes, we're we're selling the uh, the newest product on the the Trump the clown car update uh, gift shop. Uh, the uh, the Lindsey Graham clutching pearls. Oh, good, good. Yes. Is there is there a matching fainting couch as well? Uh, that's coming later. But okay. You, but right. we're including the uh, uh, a pamphlet on how to cry, scream, and whine your way onto the Supreme Court. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and make your mouth look like the teeniest little butthole mouth ever. <laughs> Teeny weeny weeny weeny. I know that we have to go, but did you guys see during the day that, and it was actually today, Lindsey Graham actually said if if Brett Kavanaugh doesn't get the nomination, Lindsey Graham said that I, I would recommend to to President Trump that if Brett Kavanaugh doesn't get this nomination, that he should renominate him. What the fuck? Hello? Oh yeah, yeah. Why, I, why I is there so much that. silence? That's no, true. I, I, no, I did. I, I read. No, that. I, I was stunned I did, into I silence. <laughs> I was stunned into silence. No, he really said That's that. That's why I said, "What the fuck?" Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess that's my parting shot, everybody. Believe women and renominate. God damn it! You're a good man. I'm done. A good man. A good man. No, you're not. You're Gerbil. horrible, you tongue-clicking fool. Um, with gerbil so. hands. He's a good man with gerbil hands. Yeah. <laughs> Silly gerbil hands. Uh, Silly gerbil hands. 
and the tiniest little butthole mouth. And by the way, good on you, Matt Damon. SNL was fucking hilarious last Saturday. Everybody yes. check that out if you haven't seen the, the cold open. Uh, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was good. Anyway, uh, I want to go listen to this. all of our listeners. I, I love you all, and I love all your crazy names. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it, we'll see how things go for Friday, but, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I need to back away because again, I'm busy right now. And in, in my downtime, I do not like looking at this stuff because, you know, when I'm thinking about working and I'm thinking about getting a project done and stuff like that, I can't really look at this negative shit and, you know, we're getting ready, gearing up for our inverted Halloween party, not on October 31st, but on October 13, which is very exciting. Uh, so, uh, you know, I got a lot of stuff going on, and I just would like to have some fun, but I don't want to, you know, sit on the sidelines or anything. I want to work towards the election, talk about some positive stuff, but, you know, I'm just waiting for this Kavanaugh shit show to end not really a lot we can do about it except opine and be pissed um but uh anyway uh that's all i got uh we'll be back on friday checking all the other fine programs here on indie media weekly radio for humans and we'll see all you kids on friday that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed i'm finished goodbye we now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it! Woo! Now let me take a wild guess here. You're Brett, right? Correct. I thought so. Um, I got into Yale Law School. Check out the big brain on Brad! That's the number one law school in the country. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. I had no connections there. I got there by busting my tail. Looks like me and Vincent caught you boys at breakfast. Sorry about that. Did you have it? Beer. I still like beer. Mm. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? Sometimes I had too many beers, but I did not drink beer to the point of blacking out. And I never sexually assaulted yes, anyone. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Brett. He is warm, friendly, unassuming. He's the nicest person. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration?